Total Biased Sports. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Total Biased Sports. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Totally Bias Sports Podcast. I am your host, Mad Dog, joined by my co-host, Bribo Bitch Bags, baby, and our researcher, Brett Noll. All right, we're we're rolling. We're coming off our best episode, I think. I yeah, mean, we've that said that a fun. couple times now, but I think this one was actually probably our best one. I got messed up. We, yeah, we know. <laughs> ben kind of fucked you over. Maybe a little bit I fucked you over at the end, but... Um, well, and I mean, Ben, let's talk about Ben, right? He He must have been getting high with us because he just did not want to give an answer. No, he just did not. I've never <laughs> seen him do... <laughs> like, I've seen him do that a couple of times, you, you know, like, mm. bleh, or whatever. But, like, for him to do it that much... Like, it was, like, every sentence. They just Like, every single time, like, yeah, pulling teeth, bro. But we love Ben, and we'll have Ben back on eventually. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, that's pretty much – I don't think we have anything important to go over for once for the start of the show, so that's good. Yeah, that is really No nice. drama for once at the beginning of the show. That's great. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we can jump right into current events. And, um, Bribo, if you want to lead us off, go right ahead. Um, did you want – is there any sport in particular? Cause, nah. So, I've got uh, – I got hockey, I got college ball, and I've got two F1s. Hey, Bri, can you turn me down, please? Yeah. Holy uh, cow. It doesn't really matter, because I have hockey, I have wrestling, and I have football, so. That's good, thank you. All right, well, I'll uh, I'll just start up at my top, and I'll work my way down my list with you. Okay. We can kind of jump all over the place, it'll be fun. All right, so I have... Uh, Arch Manning makes his Texas Longhorns debut and looked great. Yeah, did you see that fucking runny head? Wh- which one? The, f- the first one. The first yes. one. That, yeah, that yes. was fucking nice. Beautiful for that first down, and then yeah. he slid. He, dude, he slid and got up. Like, so he slid right in front of the defender, and the defender's trying to avoid him, and he stands up into the defender. Good. Arch, Arch looks good. So I actually had some shit written down on this. So All right. he came... Uh, he came in when the Longhorns were up fifty to seven with two minutes left in the third quarter against Texas Tech. So the Longhorns were mostly just handing the ball mm-hmm. off at that point, you know, just waiting the game out. But even so, he went two for five for thirty yards, which doesn't sound as good as he actually fucking played. Um, he added three runs for seven yards, but what really got to me was his elusiveness. Like it took like three four guys. To try and tackle him before anybody even mm-hmm. touched him, you know, um, he was just weaving in and out of everybody. And um, for me, it was really cool to see the Manning legacy continue. Man, like we've been waiting for this. Um, he's might go undefeated next year. Yeah, I mean, 
I was looking up his name. I, I mean, we do have a researcher. I probably could have had had them do it, but uh, I, I, uh, AJ Milwee, he's a really good quarterback coach at yeah. Texas, and I just I couldn't remember his last name. So he's developed a, a couple really good college prospects, and with his family history mixed mm-hmm. in with his obvious better athleticism than the both of them, yeah. I, we have a prodigy and, on our hands. So. And, and let's be honest, he had his pick of colleges. Oh, yeah. There's not a D1 school out there that wouldn't want a Manning as quarterback. I think he their... committed to somewhere, and then he decommitted and went to and Texas. went to Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he had his pick of the litter, and um, I think he chose the right coaching. I do, too. Um, and I don't think his family would have let him choose a school that didn't have the right coaching. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he's not going to uh, – one of their schools, like Ole Miss or a uh, Boise, I'm really surprised on that one. But. Um, yeah, but it, I, I think it says a lot about the about the program that the Longhorns have in place, mm-hmm. you know. And also at the same time, it lets him carve out his own path. It also doesn't always work because uh, recently, uh, Bo Nix, mm. uh, he started at um, crap, 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 crap. What school was he at before Oregon? Uh, I almost want to say it was Utah. It was one of the schools, and then he switched over to Oregon, but he only went to the first school because of his dad, and his dad was historically one of the best quarterbacks at the school. And he switched over to Oregon, and it's been way better on him in his mental health. He's been saying, like, he doesn't have to play hero ball anymore. Like, he doesn't have to be the guy at the school. Like, he just has to be him, and he just has to be who he is. And I think with Arch Manning, that's probably something he probably – has at least thought of at least one time because right. I mean, look at his brothers and his grandpa and his uncles and his uncle. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, so for I, I need him to not go to an AFC East team. Why's that? So I mean, I I don't think it's any secret that Peyton Manning is one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. Yep. Um, and, um, I mean, I, I put him right up there with Brady. Like, Brady is the greatest of all time, and for me, Peyton Manning is the best of all time. Um, w- w- you, you know how I talk about how you, you have – when your team sucks, you have one player that you support and you root for and, and you watch. Yep. For me, Peyton was that guy. You know, my bills mm. sucked for 17 years, and I got to root for Peyton Manning when he wasn't playing my bills. And he's also your best of all time. And he's also my best of all time, which, uh, sure, that's probably a little bit biased, but I think he deserves it. I mean, I really you do. You can make the conversation for it, so. Um, and, uh, y- you know, I I always liked Eli because of how much I loved Peyton, you mm. know. I I knew that Eli was never going to be Peyton. Arch Manning's dad, right, is um, Cooper, mm-hmm. right. Everybody says if it wasn't for the, for the injury, Cooper would have been the best Manning brother or right. Manning family member. Yes. <clears throat> um, when you see Arch play, he really does look like the perfect parts of all the Manning legends. Mm-hmm. 
It looks like he has the best of each and everyone's game. So he looks like he is the all-around best Manning. And I am going to want to root for him in his career. Yeah, so you don't want him in an AFC East team? I don't want him in the AFC East. The bad news is the Jets might be in on him next year. So is he? Oh, yeah, junior. You don't think they'll have him finish? Well, he won't have to finish up because he's got NIL, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so he'll come out. Yeah, the Jets might be looking for a guy soon. So, yeah, but they're going to draft a guy this year. May, uh, Hopefully. I don't know. They might ride it out with Rodgers one more year. They shouldn't, but they will. Okay, so so my thing is, okay, so, oh, yeah, they will ride it out with Rodgers for one more year. And then draft a guy next the, the year after. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, because because the Patriots will get their guy this year. Yep. The Dolphins have a guy unless the Dolphins something have their dra- guy. drastically There's, happens. I can't. Yes, unless of something. Also, I will give a shout out to Tua because I would not still be playing with a fucking flesh out of my arm like that. Right? A I would be on the ground gouge? fucking crying if a I had that fucking gouge. gouge in my arm like that. And he kept playing. Yeah. So Tua deserves respect on that. He looked. He looked yeah. like a robot. Like it didn't even phase him. He didn't even. No. He just and looked out and looked... saw it and just kept playing. It was, chucking the ball, bro. Chucking it. It was under his tattoo. Like, that's and, how far mm-hmm. down it went. It yeah. Was, like, he's going to have to get his flushed. tattoo off. Oh. Yeah. He, oh. uh, major props to him. He, he ain't no baby back bitch. No. Mm-mm. I mean, he's a real one. Yeah. He should I, get an award for that, that this I, week. I hate to give him that. I hate to give him that credit, man, but he's a real one. Yeah. <laughs> and he's really showing how good he is. So, credit to him. I hate him, but credit to him. Mm-hmm. But 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 I hate you. <laughs> but but you know cre- credit. But I hate you. But credit. <laughs> but yeah, the dolphins. The dolphins should be set on their QB. Um, barring any dramatic change. Right. But. So it would be the Jets. Um, and then you're going to have your annual Bears. Um, probably the Raiders. Um. Who else? Falcons, maybe. Falcons, uh, probably. Uh, Cardinals. Car- yeah, the Cardinals. The Vikings. Uh, the Vikings might get a guy this year, That's though. That's true. Um, yeah, we'll A lot have, of teams. Yeah. Seattle, Seattle also could be on that watch, too. <clears throat> so it all depends on uh, how much he blows up. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think they're going to go the undefeated name- next year, man. I, I really... The name alone will get him <clears throat> looks from scouts, either, oh, yeah. regardless. So. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's going in the first round. It's just a matter of yeah. where. Yep. So, yeah, when you're that pedigree. <clears throat> Man, I am going to lose my voice. <laughs> it's all right. I can make you tea if you need. Yeesh. I so, think I might still have peppermint left. I'll just jump in with my football one, just to stay on topic and get it out of the way, I guess. But, okay. um did you see our uh, good friend Antonio Brown's great tweets last night? Including one today. I added one today. Oh, no. So I saw the one I saw the one tweet that you sent me. I didn't see anything else. So I didn't include that one. Okay. Because I think these ones are way better. Oh, no. So I added the top three CT tweets of the past 24 hours, including one today, that I think it's going to be my number one. So okay. I'm going to switch this one around with the other one. So coming in at number three. 
our good friend AB said, I just fucked Tom's B with a bunch of H's. We all know who he's talking about there. So yep. I thought that was fucking hilarious. That's actually pretty fucking funny. <laughs> this one was a little out of the line, and I'm switching it for the other one because I think the one he posted today is out of more out of line than this one, and it's fu- it's funny, but it's fucked up. But here's here's what our good friend AB said <laughs> at uh, 10.48 a.m. yesterday. Okay. I'm not anti-Semitic. I just fucked a Jewish bitch. Wow. I laughed for a good solid 20 minutes at that because it's funny as fuck, but it is fucked up. But yeah. this one, this one's pretty bad. I, I don't know if you heard about the Josh Giddy situation on the Oklahoma City Thunder or not. No. No. So I'll just give you a little context on this. Uh, Josh Giddy, he's 21. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie this year, I believe. He's either rookie this year or last year. And he is under flack right now because... People are saying that he was fucking what appears to be a 15-year-old girl. Oh, shit. But Yikes. in Oklahoma, the legal age of consent is 16. Ew. Uh, which really? is a problem in its own. Oh, Dude, that God. is a That's huge a fucking child. problem. And the league is investigating. I didn't know that was anywhere in this country. No. Yeah, a bunch I... of states are like that. Dude, Ew. that's so fucked up. Yeah, that's an issue. Um, But yeah, they don't know if she's 15 or not. The only thing they have is a picture from her Snapchat that she posted that says, I just fucked Josh Giddy." Now, from where I look at her, she definitely looks young. I mean, mm. there's no question she looks young. I don't, because we don't know yet, I don't want to, like, assume. But if I was a betting man, the 15-16 mark is 100% probably, like, on par. She looks that's very so, young. That's so Ew. fucked up. And I, I don't understand why he would do that because he just threw away his whole career. And I'm starting to think more and more, like, on the leaning side of it's probably true because based on his comments yesterday, when they asked him, he just said he had no comments and he just looked stone-faced like he got in trouble. So, yeah, he probably fucked up pretty bad. Oh, boy. So our good friend AB posted today at 10, 12 this morning, Josh Giddy on the young kitty. With a confused face <coughs> and an angry face. And I, I I was like, A.B., what is going on here? This one's bad, but it's funny. Of course he would fucking post that. Oh, my God. But here's dude. the best part about Giddy oh. on the Kitty. He didn't put his last name right. It wasn't the G-I-D-D-Y. He changed it to G-E-T-T-Y. Getting on the young Kitty. Oh, uh. Big brain lyric right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, our good CTE friend uh, oh putting up God. some good tweets. Or X's. What a fucking moron. <laughs> Jazz, no licks. Come on. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I'll, I'll go on to my... Uh... Oh, shit. I have fucking... Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go to hockey. Okay. So uh, I have this one labeled, The Sabres Call-Up Key Prospect. The Buffalo Sabres won in an epic comeback last night, but the Rochester Amherst also won in epic fashion in overtime. uh, With just six seconds remaining, capping a play that began 180 feet away with a pass from defensiveman Kyle Clegg. Right, Clegg? Behind the Amherst net. Mason um, Jobs? Jobs? Jost. 
Oh, it's a silent B. Jesus Christ, I should have known it's that. It's okay. <laughs> Mason Jost took Clegg's stretch pass at the blue line and secured the puck to the high slot where Rosen skated in full stride, faked the goalie out of position, and then roofed a backhander. Damn right, and the fucking defender slammed his, the stick on the fucking ice like a little baby back bitch. Yes, he sure did. And and it was his eighth goal in 16 mm-hmm. games, bro. Like, so this was... So then, so yeah, so that's in overtime. Moments after capping off the game winner, Rosen found out that he's been called up. So what a great fucking night for him, bro. What a great fucking night for him. Like, <laughs> like that play was epic. I agree. And, like, really shows, like, he's ready. Yep, so um, I actually had this as my current event as well, but I scratched it, and then I just put up, bunch of different stats about the Sabres because I think we would be reminiscent if we didn't say all this stuff. So I kind of texted you about it. I think Jerry Hart, Jerry Coltrich should also be pulled up because he has almost the same stats as Ro- Rosen right now. Yep. So in 16 games, Jerry has 11 goals, 6 assists for 17 points. Rosen has 16 games for 8 goals, 11 points, 19 points. Almost the same stats. So here's the thing. When J.J. Paterka was in Rochester with both of these, including Jack Quinn on these lines, 17 games played, 28 goals, 40 assists, 68 points. Mm-hmm. This is a no-brainer. I don't understand why we aren't pulling both of them up because Jack Quinn is still hurt. He's about to come back, but still. Uh, Tej is out, and Zembius just got hurt. Yep. So we need to stop with the seven defensemen thing because it, I'm sorry, our defense isn't as good as it can be. Right. And they need to develop. They're young. Uh, an extra forward, with especially because our prospects are really fucking good right now, we need to bring them up and get them NHL time because it's just a matter of time when the Jerry Quinn, Coltrich line, or the J.J. Quinn, Rosen line is the best line in the NHL because we have already seen it in Rochester. JJ and Quinn on the same line in same line in Rochester for forty five games. You want to hear this? Yeah, twenty eight goals for Jay Quinn and thirty five assists in forty five games, sixty one points. I'm just letting you go off. And that great. was rookie of the year in forty five games out of eighty two. Yep. Yeah. Uh so I even more. I mean, I put Levi should get sent down to get developed. I love Devon Levi, but. He just needs some developing. He's just young. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, he he's going to be great. Yep. Uh, Olafson, I love Olafson, but we could trade him for some picks, or we could send him down to Rochester, or just put him at rotation in and out. And this comes down to Granado not not being able to be man enough to make those big changes because yeah. you kind of have to now because right. Olafson is not playing good this year. Tyler Jost is well, not really and, playing that and, good this year. And and you and I talked about this, uh, I, I think, through text. I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod, but, I mean, it, it is time to decide if you're going to be good or not this year. I think it's time to be good because the Sabres last night when I went, they looked good even being down 0-2. The passing was there. The skating was there. The teamwork was there. We just made two error-fucking defensemen, young defensemen moves, which... It's going to happen. Yep. Uko looked fucking lights out. That's what we want. 
and I'm just looking at the lines right now. We can take fucking Krebs out and send him down. He's not that great. He was a fucking Eichel boy anyway. Mm-hmm. Okposo, he's our captain, unfortunately. I mean, I like him. He's a great leader, and I wish him, like, I, I have nothing bad to say about him, but, like, skill-wise right now, he can walk after the year. Uh, <laughs> Olofsson, I just said what I said about him. And everything else, I mean, if we if we bring these people up, besides the top line, our top our bottom three would be the best in the league. Yeah. What oh, are we yeah. like? I don't know what we're doing with these prospects just sitting in Rochester. So, I mean, I mean, granted, they're 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 great in Rochester. I love having them here, but it's time to let them fly. And then here's even more: <coughs> Matthew Savoy, who uh, we drafted this year. Yeah. Uh, he was on the game or on the team for a game. He didn't really. I mean, it wasn't great. But they sent him back down to the uh, WHL, which is the Western Hockey League. Mm-hmm. In six games already, he has six goals for six assists. He has six goals and six assists? Yep. So he's getting two points a game? Yep. Wow. He's just lighting it up. So all our prospects are just fucking... They're ready. And yeah. We, just, we should just bring them up because right now we are only three points out of the playoffs. The only teams that are really scary in our division is Boston. Hmm. It's wide open. This is the year, and I don't know why we're kind of laying off. If it takes till next year to go all full out, that's cool if we just want to continue to let them develop. But I think I've seen enough in the past two years out of all well, three of the players to just bring them the, up. The, 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 time, the time has come to bring them up and let them finish their development up here. Yeah, I think, well, like I said, a lot of them already played together you, and put up mad fucking but, stats. But... Uh, even beyond what their abilities are, um, we have the players on our team to help develop them, to bring them along and show them the ropes and, yep. you know, bring them up to NHL speed. And I mean, those players are on the team. Yep. I mean... Okposo and Zemgus. You, you, you assembled this team this way for a fucking reason, right? Yep. So now it's time to bring them up and let your players do the rest of the fucking work and trust in your coaching staff. It, it's a Granado issue because it's not a GM Kevin Adams issue because no. Kevin Adams, as much as he's made a couple bonehead decisions, the Zach Benson one recently was that that's development. That's what yeah. we need. But I don't know why he's keeping Jury. I mean, I'm glad we brought up Rosen. That's good. I, I would have had both of those in my sentence about Jury and Rosen. But like, why isn't Jury getting pulled up now? Because right. he's just what, as good what, as Rosen. What's it going to take? Because. We have spots He's, open. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I don't get it. There. And they've already played on the half. Of these people have played on the same line in Rochester, and I've been to enough Amarks games to know that stats don't reflect on how well those fuckers play together. Right. They were so fast one time with JJ, um, Quinn, and Rosen on the same line that the defenders weren't even in the zone. Really? They missed it. They missed the wide open shot, which sucked. But like. They were that fast. That's why I love J.J. Paterka. He is my favorite player because he's just fucking fast and gritty. And that's what nuts. we have. We we have fast and speed besides, I'm guessing, Oposo, but they're veterans and they're there to develop. Exactly. Let them do it. Especially Zemgus because he's been there since the drought started for the playoffs, which I love Zemgus and he was my favorite player, but like... I mean, it's time. It's a, it's time to let him go or send him down or he, if he wants to take a but, but lesser let, role. Let him develop these players for a year. Take a lesser role. You, you know, I mean, he already kind of has, but the thing is he needs to start 
I love don't get me wrong, I love the big Z, but like it might be time for him to start thinking about like, all right, I'm not playing eighty two games this year. It's time for me to start fucking in and out and let these young guys come in and coach him up. Right. Because I'm well, sorry, they, they, they're they better should, than him they, now. They should be having him do that now anyway. And it's a it's down to Granado again. Right. Which I Granado might be the best coach we've had in a long time. But I think we might have found the bump into his higher success. Well, at what point, if you're the GM, do you go to him and say, hey, we need to start making these changes and we need you to start making these decisions sooner? If we don't make the playoffs this year. I think I think, I think, think there's a playoff. I, I mean, I, I think they should already be having that conversation. I agree. I mean, they probably already are. I, I, right. I, honestly. And, and, and we won't know. We'll never know. No, but I can... Assume based on the fact I went to more Sabres games than I ever have in my life this year, and I will say that the Sabres team organization, and I don't know if it's PSE anymore because obviously they dissolved. Right. But whatever took over for the Sabres, like Terry. whatever it is, they put a lot more effort into the atmosphere. the The sound is better. The live bands at every single game this time is amazing. The giveaways and stuff are top notch now. Mm-hmm. The the vending and everything, like the new era hats on every single corner now, and like they put a lot more effort into the Sabres than they have since I've been going there for about six or seven years now, which is just little crazy because they're just such a team of dumpster. So well, and and like I said, like oh, also last night was a sellout, which is huge for the Sabres too. So that is huge. But um, um, like we were saying before the season started, when they dissolved PSE, you know, when um, Terry made himself president of pretty much everything and, and dissolved PSE, um, we said either he's gearing up to get the Sabres ready to sell or he wants to put more focus and energy into them. Mm. And I think, I think, think it's the latter. Yeah, I think we got our answer on that. Yeah. So I would expect a lot more to come because... Um, if it, it, if our general manager and our coach aren't doing what the owner wants them to be doing, there's going to be those conversations. It's the co- the coach. It's the coach because the GM the GM is doing what the owner wants. I mean, the GM is putting together quite a fucking roster. You know, both in the NHL and in the AHL. Yep. You know, let's be honest. Even here. below that, in the yeah. uh, uh, puck, what's it called? The the ECHL. Uh, fuck, what's our, what's our farm farm team? Or whatever, regardless, whatever the farm farm team is, I think it's Northwestern. That sounds right. Northwestern something. Uh, they're fucking nasty good this year, too. So, yeah, it's, they're doing a great job assembling talent. It just took talent, <laughs> You know, right, right. But, and I, I, maybe it was T- Terry needed to get more involved, you know, I, because that's, that's it was probably they, his wife that was running it. Well, she, was she running Sabres? Yes. Because I know she was running Bills. She was running the Sabres. Okay. Yeah, so it, it it definitely didn't seem to be a priority No. back when she was running it. Which I get it, but at the same time, it's the other team you own. So. But she was great with the Bills. So maybe if she is able to recover from the stroke, which ho- hopefully she is, you know, it... Maybe she can come back and regain control of the Bills because she did a great job with them. 
Oh, I thought you were about to and, say the Sabres. I was going to say, and, no, absolutely and, fucking and not. allow Terry to keep doing what he is with the Sabres. <clears throat> uh, Andrew, just so you know, Jasmine is, like, directly underneath your feet. That's okay. Okay, yeah. So if um, you move your foot, you'll eat her. So... <laughs> <laughs> I guess don't kick the dog is. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time she's accidentally been yeeted for being underfoot. Um, but yeah, so but I, I I don't know. It seems like whatever's going on with Kim is probably going to be permanent. I hope that's not the case. But mm. yeah, um, always wishing her well wishes for. I love the pagulas. Getting better, and I think you're going to love the pagulas. As long as I keep doing what they are with the Sabres, so at least I can get. I mean, that was my gripe on the Pagulas to begin with, right? So. Right, <laughs> but that—that's that, that, what I'm saying. Like, it seems like they're starting to do everything right. Mm. I, maybe, maybe the timing of it is off. Maybe it really is just Terry doing it, or maybe it was them having a harder time learning how it gets done in hockey. Um. They still absolutely fucked up one of the best superstars we've had in a long time with Jack Eichel because yep. I, I'm sorry. I, listen, I, I was a big Jack Eichel defender. He was up a locker until, room cancer. Up until he made those comments about the Sabres, I was a big Jack Eichel defender because the surgery was a no-brainer. I don't know right. why we did, just didn't let him have it. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because I, I agree with that. Look at what he's doing in Vegas yep. now. So. Yep. <coughs> uh, but the thing is, and up until he started saying that the Sabres were loud, only good, time he you. showed up is kind of bullshit because the real Sabres fans, they're diehards. Yeah. They will show up to that fucking shit team. Yeah. I mean, Eichel's 80% of them are mafia. Bitch. Probably 90% of them are, yeah. are, are Bill's mafia. Bill's mafia. They're Very all, loyal people. There's also yeah. the Sabres mafia, which was actually right. before the Bill's mafia. But, but I mean, like, 90% of them are the same fans. Yeah, maybe even more than that. Also, a lot of Toronto uh, Canadians come from uh, Toronto and stuff, or right o- over by Niagara Falls on the other side. Yep. A lot of Sabres yeah. fans come from there. Yep, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and a lot of Bills fans come from there too. Mm. Like, actually, most loyal people. I don't know if I said this about the time I went to the preseason game, but there was a family that actually came all the way from Latavia. They were sitting Latvia? a couple. Yeah, Lafayette, Lafayette, whatever the fuck it is. But no they came shit. all the way from there because they were Sabres fans. Wow. Which blew my mind because the Sabres have been so historically bad that, that, that we would have a national audience. That we have a national audience that I was like, damn, that's pretty fucking cool. That's so, really fucking cool. Good on that. That's that's real diehard right there. But I, then I And then my wheels started getting turning recently mm-hmm. because the NHL has been posting more and more about the Sabres inside their, like, with signs and stuff, which they never have before. Mm. And I know this team is starting to get good, but we've seen this in other sports. Are they putting fan plants in? Are they paying people to go to these games and hype it up? Because it's no secret, no secret the Sabres' attendance is way better this year. Could be, but it could also be faith in the organization. Yeah, this is the highest it's been in a while. So, um, it, it's it's the first time that that in a long time that I think you can say we have the GM. We p- 
probably have the coach. We've yep. got a great roster. Like <laughs> it's the first time in a long time that it really does feel like it is coming together. I think the last time I am gonna count the twenty twelve playoffs. I think the last time this team has been competent was oh six, oh seven when we still had fucking Maxim and Finneganov on the team. So yeah. It's twenty twenty three. Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller. Martin Buran. Yep. Uh, Jonas Enroth. Great team. Thomas Vanek. Jason Pominville. Pominville Nation. I love Pominville. I don't like the way it ended. No. But. Steve Ott. Oh, I love that. He was fucking dirty. <laughs> yeah, great team. I could go on and on about the Sabres, but. Uh... My, my, still, my all-time favorite Sabres goalie is uh, uh, Hasek. Yeah. The dominant, dominant. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, with his scissor kick block. I just don't. I mean, we hear we we've said this about Bills fans too, but I don't think the the fake Sabres fans that will be coming will understand <coughs> how bad the 2010s were for the Sabres. Yeah. The fucking goldies they put on the ice with like Anders Lindback and fucking. Matt Hackett and fucking Michael Neuvereth, who would let in like six to seven fucking goals a game, and then we wouldn't even get in the zone for more than a minute a game, yeah. and then you just have to be suffered to it. You would just have to sit there and watch this team suffer more and more every day, yep. and then they put on these shitty fucking yellow-ass jerseys that were oh, so fucking garbage-looking. Oh, I remember jerseys. that. Yeah, the, the pure yellow with like the, the blue on the top. Oh, those are so bad. Brit. Britt used to hate when I would watch Sabres games on TV because I couldn't stop yelling at the team. Yeah. <laughs> it would drive me nuts. I'd be like, listen, if you can't like, stop, we're not going to watch this it's, anymore. <laughs> it's like, why are, you, why are you watching this if the team makes you this angry? And it's like, it's not even that. I'm just, I'm yelling at what's happening. I'm not really yelling at the team. It's just, oh. Yeah, it's a fr- it was frustrating. Yeah. yeah. It still kind of is sometimes, but... <laughs> but it's, it's getting more frustra- better. It's more frustrating now because we're just so good that when we make these bonehead fucking 20-time mistakes, it's, it's like, like, why? why? Yes. That's yep. exactly what I said when we let in the second goal with Darlene. I was like, mm. Darlene, why are we passing it out? You yeah. did. It. He also did it in the first half that didn't go in, but he passed it right towards Uko, and it went directly right behind him. And I was like, Darlene, we need to... St- that's the problem with the Sabres' young core right now, is they like to play too much of the hero mm. and making big flashy scores than than playing. Plan playing. Benson, that first career goal was fucking nasty, nice through the legs it behind was him. Fucking nuts. But let's call a spade the spade with the uh, the flashiness stuff because he shouldn't have done that. He should have just almost every shot single shot he's puck. taken this year has been a flashy shot. I get just, it. Just he's young it. and he wants to make a cool goal, but like shoot it, Tage. You are the fucking one of my biggest complaints about I that. I love Tage. Though. I love Tage to death, but like, come on, what are we doing with the flashy stuff? Just fucking score. I know you can do it. Just score the fucking goal. <laughs> also, we know you can do the flashy stuff. Just you do you don't Just, have to prove it. No, I've seen it with my own eyes when he took it behind like, the net but, and dumped it in. Bro, b- b- bring it out when it makes sense to bring it out. Other than that, shoot the puck, get it in the net. Okay. Score the goal. Celebrate. I have one more thing about the Sabres, and we can move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only way Jerry wouldn't get pulled up in my eyes is if we actually do sign Patrick Kane. 
Because Patrick Kane you know, the, added I to this line. I would be so stoked if that fucking... I'm not going to lie. If we, if we get Patrick Kane, I will flip the fuck out. Dude, he could, he could hop on any line and it'd be nice. So... That is the only way Jerry's not getting pulled up in my eyes. Maybe Which, that could be why they don't that, do it. That could be why they're not doing it yet, because they're, they're trying to get him. Yeah, he's a hometown boy, so it, there's a lot there. So, that's the only thing I had left on the Sabres. Dude, I think that's why they're not doing it. That'd be cool. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right, so, was that your... <laughs> that was my. Okay. <laughs> that was my second. So, I'll, I'll move on to my... I think it's my last one. Let me double check. That's good because then I can do my next two together. Yes, this is my last one. So I'm just going to start it off by something I'm pumped for later, which this isn't my current event, but Survivor Series is on tonight. I'm pretty pumped for it because my favorite wrestler of all time, Randy Orton, is coming back tonight. Oh, nice. And But there's a bigger thing about Survivor Series that I'm just going to go on the record to see if I'm right or not, but uh, they kind of announced Randy Orton on Monday. Which is kind of weird because it's a big return. Right. It's in Chicago. A certain CM Punk is in Chicago. This could be... A CM a dis- Punk? I was starting to kind of believe in myself that CM Punk might be coming back tonight in some capacity. Because they've already been talking for a few weeks now. And all the reports coming out now are like, oh, talent doesn't know that... Or talent doesn't... Our talent wasn't told that he was coming back and all this stuff. And it's like... It seems to me they're kind of smoke-showing it, like hardcore. Yep. Yep. And with the Randy announcement, it kind of makes a lot of sense because why would you bring back one of your biggest stars in the main event and then announce it before the pay-per-view? Wait, so hold on. Okay, wait. So the where does CM Punk come into play? Do you think he like disrupts the main event? Either that or um, Shinsuke Nakamura for a few weeks now has been doing these promos where he's been talking to somebody and saying he's waiting for somebody, but they aren't there, and he's been hinting at somebody coming. Oh, so he's going to join? I was thinking maybe Shinsuke's going to call him out and then bring him, and then they can give him something to do. Shinsuke is a really good wrestler, and he's on the caliber of CM Punk. Tag team? No, I was just thinking maybe a match and then put him right into the main event scene because obviously he's going to get main evented quick uh but either not either he's gonna make some kind of like appearance or there's just something's going to happen because wwe is acting way too sus with cm punk that's just my opinion i'm not going to lie i would love to see cm punk back but in like a group dynamic i agree so like uh like have him join forces up and then, like, just have his group be disruptors. Like, just fuck shit up. But then at the same time, there's already a group like that. It's called the Judgment Day. I know you don't watch wrestling, but the Judgment Day is that group. They they fuck everything up, and they're pretty much the disruptors. So he could join them, but they already have, like, five members, so... Maybe they kick someone out. Maybe he gets in a match with someone, and then... That makes sense because it's War Games tonight, so it's a five-on-five double-cage main event. Okay. Kind of cool. That is pretty cool, actually. Uh, So there's two rings. There's two cages. They're combined. And then one person enters. the cages are combined? Yeah. So it's like one. So they can go from one ring to the next? I really want to watch this now. It's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Uh, Pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. It's on Peacock. $10 a month. Uh, Plugging Peacock if they want to sponsor us. How much is the pay-per-view? Free. It's on Peacock. It's in the WWE section. 
You want to watch that? Yeah, we'll watch that tonight. It's 8 o'clock. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's on the Peacock. If you go to the left, it says WWE. And then when you click on WWE, it'll say WWE Survivor Series. And you click on... Wait, click so on. you get all the pay-per-views? Yep. For, on Peacock. <laughs> That's insane. Okay, cool. And you can watch all the old ones too. You can watch every single I, wrestling thing on. I there. knew it was on that because that's how we were. Um, we went back and we were watching all of the um, Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. But we went back and we were watching all the sexual chocolate stuff. I fucking love sexual chocolate. Mark Henry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked the uh, when we were watching from the Attitude Era when May gave birth to that hand covered in goop. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she gave birth to a hand. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Oh, no. All right, who wants to see my puppies? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Attitude Era Wrestling was legit. It was funny. And then um, I'm so... Oh, God, I elevate, and then I my vocabulary and my name codex goes away. The guy that always wore the leather mask, he was like an animal or a monster. Not- Mankind? Mick Foley? Yeah. Yeah. McFoley. Ma- Mankind. Yeah. yeah. Mankind. And then he was Dude Love. He was Cactus one of my Jack. favorites. Jack. I loved Cactus Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking psycho. Yeah. I'm a huge McFoley fan. So good. Um, McFoley also does a really good live sh- like live comedy show. Yeah, that's I, what I've been hearing. I, I want to go to it. I've seen clips of it and it was really good. But next time uh, he's up in Rochester, we should probably go to that. Yeah, yeah definitely. we should. Or Syracuse. Or Syracuse. You know who's or coming Buffalo. to Syracuse or just did that I wanted to go see? Syracuse Mall has oh. that comedy club in yeah, it. Yeah, the Funny Bones. Yeah, fucking Tom Green. Oh. Yeah, yeah. they've been getting really big names. That Matt Rife guy that, that blew up on TikTok, he was just there yep. about a couple months ago, too. Um, yep. Who was it that's coming to Del Lago? Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. We're going to do that for Brian's birthday. Uh one of the guys from the Impractical Jokers was there or is going to Del Lago, too. Joe? I think it's... No, him, too. He's coming to Rochester. But another... Sale. Sale Volcano was at. Oh, no shit. I love Sale. He's so funny. All of them actually have been around Butt Q, I've noticed, recently. That's, that is... And it's weird because Joe left Impractical Jokers. Yep. I think Impractical Jokers is breaking up in general. I think so. It, it ran its course anyway. Well, I mean, it was a great I, well, show, but it I, ran its course. I don't think they could survive without Joe. I didn't watch a single episode without Joe because it's like I don't. So, I don't care if it's not all of them. The celebrity stuff, because obviously they had to include somebody. It's okay. The first couple are that great, but then they they ramped up the dark humor and like they brought back the old stuff, which made it a little better. But mm. it's not the same without Joe at all. Yeah, and and that that was my thing. I I don't want to watch Impractical Jokers without. All of them there. Like, all of them together is what made that show. I agree. Because even Joe... Eh, that might be a hot take. I don't think Joe's the best member, but like he absolutely added an element to the, uh, right. the squad. Right. And But also, <laughs> I, I, I think he quit because his kids were getting picked on because of the show. Was that what it was? I thought I it was think so. when he divorced his wife and then he just kind of nutted out. That could have been it. I, well, I, I do know they got divorced, but they're back together now. Oh. So maybe, maybe they were reunion. I think, I think they got back together. We're not talking about sports anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going back to our, our roots of this podcast. <laughs> Listen, it's... A... <laughs> I'm just picking on you guys. Are back together. The couple who married in 20th and non separated in 22 have reconciled. Okay. 
So they never got divorced. They separated. They worked on their marriage. My parents did that. My mom moved out for like a year or two. Yeah, because I was gonna say I was gonna say I thought Joe left because he was taking a break from because of the divorce aspect of it. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe he was just focusing on maybe maybe it, it was her that got sick of all the bullshit. Because I, I, and I mean, if if you think about it, you can't go anywhere. You know what I mean. You yeah. can't do anything. Your husband's always doing really stupid shit on TV, so you got to listen to it from everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that's really embarrassing and hard on a marriage, mm. you know? So, but, yeah. Okay, so continuing on with wrestling. Yeah. Um. So, on our last podcast, I was a big, big component of AEW startup. Mm. Uh. I'm here to announce AEW's death because I pulled up the TV ratings. So Dynamite, their main show, mm-hmm. 735,000 uh, watchers this past week. Yikes. A year ago, that was 1.2 million. Yeah. Yep. So their second show, uh, Collision, which I don't know why they started the second show if it was declining already. Right. Uh, only 270,000 uh, Watchers, Yikes. and that was down three hundred fifty from when they started. So wow, this is three weeks ago when they went head to head with NXT. Uh, NXT obviously is the WWE's third show, which they're kind of making into a main show now, but it's t- still their third show. Is Triple H running that again? Yes. Well, he's running it, but the general manager on the show is HBK. But it's really Triple. But H. it's really Triple H. Okay. Um, but sometimes, actually, uh, Triple H does give Shawn Michaels the um, the creative control of the brand, which is kind of cool because yeah. they're bros. So. Yeah. Um, crap, where did I go? Head to head with NXT on their main show, six hundred and nine thousand, which is up from a little bit because they stacked the card. They had like Edge come back on and stuff. Yeah, like I that. remember that one. But NXT that day, they have one point two million. Wow. But listen to this. This is NXT this past week, and this is going to blow your mind when you hear how much they're just declining in general. Because when I put the NXT? WWE stats, this is the WWE stats for their shows Okay. this past week compared to the 735 and the 270. Okay, for AEW. NXT, yep. 794,000. WWE Raw, 1.4 million. WWE SmackDown, 2.2 million. Wow. Last year, Raw... This is one year ago on the date. Last year, Raw, 1.1 million. SmackDown, 1.7 million. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of people are going back to WWE now. And I think a lot of that has to do with... um, All the infighting and AEW kind of ruined it. That. (coughs) um, Vince McMahon getting forced to take a back step to Mm -hmm. creative and stuff, which he still does own the company. Unfortunately. And Denver wouldn't... um, sign on unless uh, Vince was part of the business aspect of it because yep. of him and Dana White, which that's okay because he's not really running creative. He's just making money, which kind of sucks at the same time, but it's okay. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Triple H is in head of creative, more, most, most which of it, it anyway. That, that change need, needed to happen ages yep. ago. And uh, just the storylines and everything are just so fucking good now in WWE that it's like they just broke up Ray's team for this pay-per-view and the fucking breakup for it was top notch. Like I sat there just 
amazed at the fact that, like, <coughs> holy fuck, this breakup is just as good as AEW is doing with Christian right now, where Christian's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, so they stepped up their product. Every single match for this card, minus the the women's card with Rhea Ripley, is top notch. It's like it's the past five pay per views have been just insanely good, and that's really starting to make people come back. And they're starting to bring the Attitude Era aspect back. Yeah, which is huge. Now, the one thing I wish they did have that AEW has is the green light for like extreme matches because holy fuck AEW puts on death matches. This past pay-per-view, uh Swerve Strickland and uh Hangman Adam Page, mm-hmm. he took his child's drawing with a staple gun and stapled it into his head and then ripped <laughs> the staple out while blood was fucking gushing out of his head and then drank the blood and then took the staple and scraped it across his head and create more blood and then took him with a chain and almost basically hung him from the side of the fucking rope. That's crazy. And I'm like, that's fucking insane. And they, But that's more insane than the last one because the last death match they had, John Moxley was also going against Hangman Adam Page, and he took these fucking skewers, mm-hmm. and he fucking put the skewers through his head. John Moxley literally let the skewers go into his fucking brain, and there was like whatever the fuck came out of his head on the skewers. That's awesome. I am like, I wish WWE would bring that back, but I get why they don't. But at the same time, <laughs> whoever they have the clearance for in AEW, they need to come to WWE because if they brought that shit back, which is the only reason people watch AEW, yep. uh, yeah, it's over. Uh, bottom line is, unless AEW changes and they like figure something the fuck out, it's slowly the client. Well, the the ex WWE thing and, doesn't work. And, and, another thing that AEW got wrong is all of their merch. Yep. All of their video games. Yep. Their trading cards. Yep. Like all of those decisions aided in all of this. It, it was wrong. It was bad. And letting the uh, <coughs> the cronies, like the young bucks, run shit because they just hired their friends and then put their friends in the fucking predominant roles and all their friends are fucking douchebags and literally killed off a bunch of stars. Yep. There is so many stars on that roster that don't do anything because they have so many people because of the young box and it's just fucking disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with any of that at all. But yeah, that's all I have for wrestling, so. Okay, so uh, my next two are actually uh, kind of uh, in step. So um, I'm going to say, I titled this one, Max Versteppen about to solidify his legacy. Ain't no stopping Max Versteppen. Um, Sorry, my cord was thumping on the table and it was driving me nuts. Okay. Uh, after a record-breaking year, Formula One champion Max Verstappen is, isn't ready for 2023 to end just yet, especially when another milestone can be reached at the season-ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix on Sunday. Another victory would take him to 54 career wins and past former Red Bull star Sebastian Vettel, which, dude, Vettel, yep, <laughs> into outright third place on the all-time list. For me, I'm excited to see if he can get to the first all-time. We were talking about that before, before the show. Um, and really making it to, 
really making it to the best in history. Um, but I have this uh, with Lewis Hamilton having 103 and Verstappen being just 26 years old. It feels super likely that, that he's going to get there. Oh, yeah. So th- there's no doubt he's getting there because the unfortunate thing with F1, with other racing, is money buys wins. Mm-hmm. Unlike other teams or other sports, I mean, because with NASCAR, yes, kind of money wins, but like they kind of have equal playing cars in a way. F1, you can just dump and put whatever parts really you want in your car yep. and whatever CPUs and electronics and just whatever the fuck you want in your cars. And it's a little less restricted. And that's why you get people like Red Bull Racing Max Verstappen who are just fucking nasty good besides his driver skill i mean he's obviously like really fucking good but like he, gets he has the best, the best of everything and i don't think that's changing anything but that's too. that's good on red bull yep for being so dominant in the sport they also have louis hamilton i believe in that group yes yep. well and um very fucking interesting all right isn't it crazy how how uh f1 teams work because they just put all the big names in the one group and Go at it. Go at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the teams that are willing to spend the money get the get the drivers. Yep. You know? Makes sense. Um, but so then my only last thing is that I have it titled also in Formula One News. This one I'm really excited for, so I hope you're excited for it as much as I am. I don't know if you heard about this. Have you heard about the change coming next year? No. Dude, this is exciting. Okay, so I wrote, I have a whole thing written on it, obviously. Formula One sprint races are about to be held before qualifying for the main Grand Prix race starting next season. Okay. So no more, like, qualifying, like, laps. They're doing sprint races. Heat races, basically. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's way better. I mean, they already basically were doing that. It's just that they weren't racing at the same time. Right. Right. But now it's going to be them all out there Mm -hmm. racing. Exactly. That's what they do with like the less, not NASCAR, but like the lower stuff. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the format was approved yesterday. Um, the decision to tweak the weekend schedule was reached following discussions with the F1 Commission at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. And part um, every single team in Formula One has a representative on the commission. That's nice. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. So everybody was involved in um in, in this. Um weekends that included a sprint race have previously seen qualifying for the main grand prix race held on Friday instead of Saturday. And then a qualifying session called a shootout is held followed by the sprint race itself on Saturdays. So it's actually like two separate events, mm. right? But it's what I what I'm excited for is that um, it's going to add a lot more excitement and competition on race weekends. It's going to feel like um, the whole weekend itself is nothing but races. I like it too. That, you, you that gets me more engaged to watch Formula One now because exactly I didn't really understand how the format worked with qualifying and practicing because qualifying and practicing were like the same thing with points, right? So when they qualified, like for Stepan, the one he lost, uh, not the race he lost, but like the qualifying he lost, yeah, 
I didn't understand because he had the fastest everything else, but then he lost based on a point technicality, and I was like, huh? Right. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. understand right. how F1 works, so that I, yeah. I, I stepped back from it a little that bit. That always confused me, too. I'm like, so technically, he won the race by being the fastest, but he didn't win. Exactly. So I'm like, then that's not racing. No. that's This is like a course. You're just doing a course for points. That's not a race. Which is why a lot of NASCAR people got really upset when they brought over the um, Formula One playoff standing system. Yep. Which I was a huge anti uh, playoff grid like that too, but I kind of fuck with it now because I feel like it makes it a little more balanced. Like, like Ryan, my boy Ryan Blaney just won the NASCAR championship, mm-hmm. and in the old system, he never would have had a chance winning at all. So, it, I think it makes, it makes it a little more fair. So. Um. Yeah, it's I. I think it's really fucking exciting. Um, and also it could end up. Um. You you could start seeing different drivers <laughs> winning. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm all for the opportunity of literally anyone being able to win. I'm here for that chaos of it, and. You know, it makes it more interesting, like because it and, was just—it used to bore me. I, I, I already <clears throat> think that Formula One is more interesting to watch than NASCAR anyway, because those tracks are so crazy. Yep, I, that's why I like. That's why I like Formula One. I love road courses. Yep. I love the idea of it. I just, that's that's why I love the Glen. Yeah, because I, because I just love racing so much that I can just strap myself like a POV in my head where I'm just like envisioning myself going around the corners and like. Yeah, the specs and everything, and then just I just love it. Like I love circle racing. Don't get me wrong, right? But bro courses, there's just so much more skill that goes into it. So, so. much. Yep. Formula One's sick. I I'm really happy they're doing that because now I'm really inclined to watch it because I watched. I don't know if you guys have watched it. Probably not. But the F1 Drive to Win series on Netflix. I, I've been really wanting to get into it. It's just we have so many other things that I'm watching that it's like it's hard to get into it. I, I really like it. Like that got me into watching Formula One. I just couldn't understand the point system at all in it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so it does seem like it's going to clean up a lot of that. But uh, that's all I have for current events. Oh, it's only current events yet? Yeah. All right, all right awesome. <laughs> We're having a really good. This is going to be a long one. That's fine. I'm really excited for this. Remember a couple of days ago when I was really tired and you're like, no, it's only going to be like two hours, I promise. Well, yeah, but then we... (laughs) It's okay. I'm still just as tired. We're having awesome conversation. I'm still just as tired, but I have a better attitude about it. (laughs) It's just so funny. So, I think we're moving into our recaps. I think that's how this show works half the time. So. <laughs> yeah, recaps. We're, we're recaps from uh, NFL last week. Yeah, week 11. So, Are this is where Britt takes over. Uh, Monday, right? What? Recaps from last week goes uh, Sunday. Okay, so last week we went over the Bills-Broncos Oh, wait, game. no, we do have to do the Monday night game. You're right. Okay. No, we, I thought we did that game. For Monday? When did we... That was this last... Wait, Bill's Broncos was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we're on week 11. Week 11. I was like, wait, what? I was like, the Bills and the Jets went Uh, over. So, Monday, November 20th. Hold up. Let me... Help. 
my brain. I had all my pages open, and then my absent-mindedness closed them all. Okay, no, 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 no. I see where we are. I see where. Okay, so week eleven. Yep. Thursday. We're gonna. Was the Bengals Ravens? We already did that one, right? Correct. So it's Steelers Browns. Steelers Browns. Yeah. All right, yeah, so that was the first game on Sunday. It's the best game all week. It was the Steelers at the Browns, and the Browns fucking won. <laughs> it was the Browns such won. Such a shit game. Such a shit game. I was confused. I wasn't confused at all. The Steelers are a horrible team with a good record. Yep. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's and, and we saw it. They went up against a horrible team and got beat by a field goal. Yeah, so the Steelers are just one of those teams where uh, they have a really good defense and mediocre offense, and sometimes the mediocre offense kind of helps them stay in the game. I'm going to call like them... the Jets. The Jets, yeah. And I was going to say they're probably just a better team Patriots this year. Honestly, they kind of are similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a bore fest. So. Yeah. I won that game. So. Did I pick... Uh, I picked the Steelers on there? Sure did. I'm yeah, pretty sure well, I did too. You sure did. Yep. Yeah. Woo. Okay. <laughs> oh no, my page just refreshed. Please don't do this to me. Okay. The next game was the Raiders at the Dolphins, and the Dolphins won twenty to thirteen. Yeah, that's a Dolphins playing down to competition type game, but they uh they prevailed. Yeah. Um I was really rooting for um, the Raiders on that one, it really looked like they were going to pull it out. Mm. And then um, Tua showed up and just choked them out a little, uh, you know, enough. Just enough. You know? Um, uh, I feel bad for Arkane in that game because, or A-Chan. A-Chan because he's already hurt again. Yeah, and l- let's discuss that, right? Okay, so I have him on my injured reserve, right? And then, I'm like, I kept him on my injured reserve for as long as possible because I didn't know if he was going to play or not. And then I, I was trying to keep him on my injured reserve, even though he was called up. So then I tried to trade or drop another player and pick a guy up in free agency. And so like, you can't do that until you put a chan back on your roster. I'm like, well, fuck you. I guess I'll do that then. So I dropped a guy and put a chan on my roster, right? And then I pick up a guy, and uh, in in uh, free agency, and. I'm like, okay, I've got my roster set. And then they say, oh, A-Chan's going to play. I'm like, okay, well, I'll put him in. And then he got me a point. Jesus. Yeah, then he got <laughs> a point. He got me a point. They should have just had him sit for a little longer. If I mean, the team was already good without him for a little bit. So You have Mostert. Why are you rushing him back? They also had... Um... Fuck, what's his name? Not Jeff Wilson, but the other guy that's behind him, too, that was just as good. So, Like, why? Oh, I mean, I'm at Why? You still have a really good running game. Why are you rushing each? Yes, he is your best option, but your other guys are doing... I think it's the speed. I think it's the speed aspect. They want all their speedy guys out there. But just wait. Just literally wait. You're going to make the playoffs. Just wait. <laughs> right? And now he's going to play again this year? Or the, the or he was not or not this upcoming week. A chance going to play this upcoming week. I think so. So I might be out of the loop on that one, so. I he didn't play yesterday. No. But I think he's playing this upcoming week. Oh, okay. But it's like, bro, like, his ankle heel. His ankle heel. Like what the fuck are we doing here? Like 
Yeah. I was really pissed because I don't know. I sent you my team. You saw the running backs I have. I, I, I mean, I've Good got, team, actually. I, I have a decent team, but with Achan in there, it's so much better. I just need you to not get him killed, guys. Like, you did this to Tua last year, and now you're doing it to Achan. Like, come on. All right, that's all I have on that fucking bullshit. Okay. The next Way game to blow it, Raiders. <clears throat> was the Bears at the Lions, and the Lions won 31-26. to Yeah, the Bears. Justin Fields. Hello? Hey, I told you Justin Fields is good. I mean, he... he up until the injury, he was playing really well. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny that. But, uh... The Lions, uh... You got the dub. They got the dub, but they were behind for a long time. And then it spiraled into this past week on Thanksgiving. Yep. Which they... We will get to that. They lost. But, like, Lions, are we back to reality now? Or, like, are we just in a little slump? Because I don't think the Lions are bad, but, like... When they do stuff like this, it's kind of back to back weeks. It's kind of like, uh... and, 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 and I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Anyone listening that didn't watch any of that game is saying, "Hey guys, you know they scored thirty one points. What the hell are you going on about, right?" But they were down uh, like fourteen they, points. They were down the entire game, and they just kicked it into high gear and started coming back. But they never should have been able to come back in that game. No, and uh, the Bears fucking. Blew it when all they had to do. I mean, okay, yeah, you had to score one more time so you could start running some clock, right? But you could start running four minute offense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bears coaching is uh, bad. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know what to put this game as. If is it the Lions? Where the fuck are you? You blew this. Or the Bears, what the fuck are you doing? I guess it could be both. It doesn't have to be exclusive to just one. I was going to say, it it was really a really good mixture of both. I was watching, like, as I was watching, I was like, my God, Lions, what are you doing? And then I was like, my God, Bears, what are you guys doing? Yeah, it was... I mean, so... so, The thing is with the Lions, to add on to that, is we've already seen the Lions reality check once this game, or this year. Mm-hmm. With the Ravens when they got smoked, so yeah, that's true. So are we at? I don't know where to like. I want to believe in the Lions, but then when you get back to back weeks, like we're getting to with the Green Bay Thanksgiving game, that's a quick turnaround too, though. Yeah, I... just, just remember that's Sunday to Thursday. That's a quick turnaround. That's true. That's true. But I mean, the Packers making Jordan Love look good—that's kind of an issue. Jordan we'll get Love there. looked real we'll get good. There we'll get there in just a minute. So I, 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 I do want to say full full disclosure. So we we watch all the Bills games at the Wascos, except for the um, late ones. like the eight o'clock games, um, and, and the Patriots one, and the Patriots one. Yep. Um, cause, cause I, I, I told them that the Patriots games, I'm probably gonna have you over at my house to watch them together. Um, but uh. And, uh, but so we're over there. We had red zone on, mm-hmm. right? And we're just watching all these teams. And that Bears, the Bears and Lions, pretty much their whole game was on red zone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so it, 
it, it, it was an exciting game, but like, yeah, I felt like I watched the good part I, of that game. It's just like what the I, it, it it it's really hard to judge when you're only watching Red Zone, but when you're seeing it constantly on Red Zone, it is like almost never off the screen because they're scoring so much on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a really good fucking game, but then when you actually look at it, it's like Lions. Why is this a really good fucking game? If you are that team. So I think it's fair to criticize them and say, okay, are you guys slipping or is this who you are? Like, I I, I just don't know I want to get there with them yet. Yeah, I need to see what this upcoming week brings with them. Yeah. Okay, I think they I think they might be on a bye week. Oh, no, they already played, obviously, as of recording this. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Duh. But, the, but for me, that's quick turnaround. And that, that was terrible, though. Yeah, that was bad. But they did the same. Th- oh, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, we'll, I'll wait. We'll, I'll wait. We'll, I'll wait. we'll get there. We'll get there. In due time. In due time. So the next. All right. Game. So the next game was the Titans at the Jaguars, and the Jaguars won thirty-four to fourteen. Yeah. So um, I actually took some notes on this one. Oh yeah. I I originally um, I loaded up Red Zone obviously at one eighteen p.m. because yeah. I was originally going to come here with notes on every Red Zone thing I saw that I was curious on mm-hmm. but then i got too high and i forgot i did this so i have two on this <laughs> two on this game levi levis likes i was thinking of devin levi uh will levis likes fumbles and the jags d looks nice it's interesting though oh, i like that will levis likes fumbles yes but uh in the air he didn't have a terrible game passing no uh, I'm 13 just... for 17 158 two touchdowns um, you'd like to see a little bit more length in those passes, but they're just not having him throw the ball like that right Yo, now. Also, where's D. Henry? Where the fuck's he been? Um, he's been sleeping all year. Yeah, he's kind of... No, that's a politic joke. We won't say that one. But it, it, he's definitely taking a nap. I um, I feel like I said this before the year that I think everyone kind of has him figured out and he isn't what he was. I feel like it, that is something I said. You did say that, actually. So, m- maybe I was actually right about something for once. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, oh, man, I should have put money on that one, huh? Yeah. D. Henry to have a terrible year. Um. Sorry, was that my cue to go to the next yeah, game? Sorry, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't do well with nonverbal cues. Um, all right, so the next game was Chargers at Packers, and the Packers won twenty-three to twenty. Mm. Can we just say one? Can we just say two words for this one and move on? Sure. Brandon Staley. Fair. All right, next game. <laughs> all right, the next game was the Cardinals at the Texans. Texans won twenty-one to sixteen. Houston and experience. Um, but CJ Stroud, I think, still had a really good game this game. And so did Tank. Tank did pretty well. Yeah, I'm looking right at it right now. CJ Stroud went 27 for 37, 336 yards, two touchdowns. The three interceptions are a little questionable, but, I mean, when you're putting up passing stats like that, I mean. Yep. And if Josh Allen gets that, then CJ Stroud's getting that, so. And Tank had eight receptions, 149, and a touchdown. Ooh. Britt, read us the next game, because this one's real exciting. Nico Collins kind of had a decent game, too. Sorry, not to 
interrupt you, but he's been kind of nowhere lately. Um, in, in you know, but he had seven receptions, sixty-five yards. Like he he had a pretty decent game. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, yawn. Uh, the Cowboys played the at the Panthers. They won thirty three to ten. Cowboys won thirty three to oh, ten. I didn't know the Panthers even played football still. Yeah, uh, right. they A certainly did it in that game. Jesus, I think uh, our Bryce Young take is correct. So I don't know if you had the same take and, as me, but I definitely said that Bryce Young was a bust. Yep. And yep. I'm going to still label him as bad as the Panthers are because he has help. And C.J. Stroud is almost in the same situation as him, and he's succeeding. So, Also, the Cowboys beat up on bad teams. That's true. The Cowboys, they're good. I'm just going to say it. I'm they done, are good. I'm done, they I'm are. Calling them bad. They're good. They are good, but they beat up on bad teams. They beat up on bad teams, though. But they also beat up on teams in general. I mean that. I mean, their defense since the tr- the Diggs injury has an obvious hole in it. Yep. Um, the the off, defense is still good. The the yes, the defense is still good, but it is not what it was with Diggs. Um, the offense, when it is clicking, is nasty. Yep. But if you can shut down Dallas's offense, then if you can shut down Dak, you can shut down yep. their offense, and then they're done. Which is what I was actually going to say about the Bills and the Cowboys when we get to that next week or the week after. So that's a prelude. So yeah, what's next? That's for? that's that's my one that that's one of the the games that is the one of three. So nice. The next game was the Giants at the Commanders. Giants <laughs> won thirty-one to nineteen. Washington <coughs> Commanders. What, what happened? happened? Sam Howell. Sam Howell went back to. What the fuck do we even put Sam Howell now? Because he was leading the league in passing yards before that week, and he's mid as fuck. Yep. And then he goes and has games like this where he puts up three interceptions, and Tommy DeVito looks better than him. So like. Where the fuck are we with Sam Howell? Because that's who lost this game. Danny DeVito looks good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't deny he looked good in this game. I mean, he looked great with his uh, celebration. <laughs> his, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the Giants fucked up their tank. That's what we got out of this one. <laughs> All right, next game was the Bucks at the 49ers. 49ers won 27 to 14. Yeah, no surprise there. <laughs> yeah. Um the 49ers are back. Who's back of the week? 49ers. <clears throat> Hold on, fucking Steve. <laughs> what did he say? He said y'all on today. I said after podcast. He said, how long are these podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> this one will be over three hours. The more I have to text you, the longer the podcast gets. Did you see what I said? Laugh out loud. 
Tell we, Oscar. Tell Oscar I'll get him a, wait, a win later. Just wait. Hold on. Let us podcast. I'll get him a win. <laughs> oh yeah, you want to play Fortnite with us sure, later? I'll play Fortnite. I love playing Fortnite. <laughs> Last night before if the Sabres game, me and my sister duoed, and I pulled off six wins in a row. Wait, and then I was upset because I had to stop playing because I had to go to the Sabres <laughs> to go to the game. I saw that you were on playing, but then um, a win later. Um. I hopped on Brian's PlayStation and I found out that a game that I wanted to play for a while now was on there for free. What's that? Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, yeah where you play as the redhead with the robot dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I started about that game. I started playing that yesterday. Is it good? It, it bro, it's so good. So good. PlayStation. So good. Now it's quiet. Uh, <laughs> dead air, dead air. Okay, I'm, so I'm... the next game uh, was the Jets at the Bills. Uh, Bills won 32-6. Yeah, there's not much to say about this one. Um, I, uh, I'm i really happy with how the Bills played. Um, the Jets' offense is fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> The Jets' defense is supposed to be one of the best in the league. Um, they got exposed. But we need to see more of it. You know, like that was fucking awesome. I'm really happy. It gives me some hope, but I need to it, see more of it. I, I actually, exactly what you just said yeah. was what I was going to say. But the only thing I was going to say about the Jets' defense comment was is that they've been kind of getting exposed all year. Yep. It's just that they they make good big plays that get put into the media and then they get the recognition like that. Because I don't think the Jets D is as good as people think it is. I think it's good, but I don't think it's as good. It's as really highly ranked. They still have well, I, I, I don't think it is after after this game and uh, the Thursday game or the yesterday game. There's defenses I've seen this year that have been ranked low that I've seen make better plays than the Jets. I'm just going to go on record and say it. So Yeah. <clears throat> but I was just going to say... I just need to see more from the Bills because I've this has been all year. They have big blowout games like this, and then the next week it's what's going on. So yeah, yep. So and I mean, especially with the next three games I, being I, really hard. I, I I will say, you know, um, I liked the play calling a lot better on both sides of the ball. Um. I like the special teams play. If you do that against the Eagles, it'll be a lot of fun, you know, but I want to see it keep doing it. Yeah. I'm not hopeful for the Eagles game. Why? I'm cautiously optimistic. I think it's the team they have out of the three. I'm nervous because of um, Taylor Rapp not playing. A couple other guys not playing, so I'm nervous. I'm I'm optimistic. I I think um, offensively, if if we do what we did last week, we should find the same success. Um, but I think defensively, um, with some of the injuries, we are going to have our hands full. They've been showing us all year that they can kind of handle that. Yeah. Um, so if that continues, but I don't have 
that automatic feeling of our defense is going to be okay. So that gives me pause. <clears throat> but we'll see. What's next, bro? Next was the Seahawks at the Rams, and the Rams won 17-16. to 16. Another who cares? Yeah, another who cares. What's next? The next game was the Vikings at the Broncos. Broncos won 21-20. to 20. Kind of a who cares for me. I'm sorry. I don't care. No, I don't care either. Yeah. The only thing I would add to that is just that now we... I think we can start saying that Sean Payton's coaching actually does work a little bit with yep. what he has. So yeah, yeah, he he knows how to get the best out of his players. Mm-hmm. He's a great coach. It just needed some time. Uh, the game after that was the Eagles at the Chiefs. Now this one I'm excited Eagles for. Eagles won twenty-one to seventeen. That's a big win for Buffalo. Yep. That is a big win for Buffalo because the Chiefs blew this game too. It's their third loss, right? Third, fourth. Fourth, I think. Uh, Kansas right now is sitting at yep. yeah seven and three. Yeah, Just literally staring so, at it. <laughs> um, that's that's huge for for the Bills. If Oops. these top teams in the AFC can keep losing, it keeps us, you know, only a game back, or you, you know, like it keeps our path easier. You know, um, so that's nice to see. Keep losing, Chiefs. Um, but the Eagles and the Chiefs are kind of the same team. Just the Eagles have a much inferior quarterback. I disagree. I think the Chiefs' defense is one of, if not the league's best defense. Their offense, for once, is a little questionable. Yes, Patrick Mahomes can make players look good, but if you can shut down the Chiefs' offense... They aren't as scary as you think. That that is for the Eagles, the Eagles have better receivers. The Eagles' and... offense is what's winning them games. Their defense is isn't as good as people think it is. That that's that, that's probably fair. You're right, but I I I just mean like, um, not in team makeup wise, but like in uh, play wise, for me, like. The, the the Eagles, it's hard to believe in them the way they've been playing and dropping balls and like and it's the same thing with the Chiefs. Dropping balls and like it's hard to believe in them. Yeah, the Eagles that I mean, I, I've been skeptical of them all year, so Right. But they just bullshit win all the time. I I, I mean I don't I, I don't know what else to say. They they're they, bullshit win team. They win games. It's not going to be pretty, but they win games. Yes, they're a lot like if you want to give them a team comparison, they're a lot like the Dolphins. That's fair. That's fair. Is that was that all? Uh, do you have anything else on that? One? No, fuck that one. I think that was all for week eleven, right? Yep, yeah, that was week and eleven. Then, Moving into week 12's four first four games, right? Yep, yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, four games. So the first game was the Packers at the Lions, and the Packers won 29-22. to Okay, like I was saying earlier about this game. <laughs> so the Lions, they went back-to-back weeks where they were behind, and then they just randomly started coming back. Yes. And that's where I'm at with the Lions is, are we good? Are we elite? Are we, like, really mm. promising Super Bowl run? Or are we back to being old Lions? Because... Now you're starting to show me the old lines a little bit. Yes, teams have slumps, but this is back-to-back weeks of the same thing. I need to see a third week where we're changing a little and, bit. I'm not saying uh, you have to win necessarily, but like uh, 
the come threat back behind from 14 points plus and then start to look good randomly thing needs to kind of go away because that's not how we win championships. And I, I just want to say that um, this right here is why I never wavered from my take from episode one to now with the Lions. And the Lions are not a Super Bowl team. They, they are. They could get there because they have the talent to get there. In a couple of weeks, you could say they were the best team in the NFC for sure. Right. Um. But for me, it's always about they're a year off. They're they're great. They could get to the Super Bowl. I don't see them winning it. Um, I strongly believe that in, any team that gets there from the AFC is going to win it this year. I agree um, with that. I think what we're a lot of what we're seeing record wise is the fact that the AFC has so much talent in it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong. The great the teams that are great in the NFC are like really fucking great but it's hard to get a gauge on what's going on in the AFC because of how great the AFC actually is so I I just think um, the AFC is going to be far dominant in the Super Bowl um, but get, getting back to what I was saying like they to me the Lions are just a really good team that's a year off from winning mm-hmm. the Super Bowl and I'm, if I had it, if I had changed my mind and come out and said, okay, I gotta be wrong there, you know, I'd be really upset with myself for this moment because I've been saying all along that it's been coming. Mm. So I'm just happy, not to rub it in your face, but I told you so. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that was me that said that. No, it was Devin, but it, it yeah. Uh, it, he that shall not be named. I, I, <laughs> you you did say that um, m- that my take was starting was potentially starting to look wrong. Some of that was I was just trying to egg egg him on to do yeah to do something more. To be honest, yeah, and actually like say his true takes yeah. rather than just talk about his take. Yeah, I was kind of trying to egg him on a little bit. I mean, I, I will go on the record and say right now that I think Detroit is one of the better teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, Super Bowl team, no, because we all know who my Super Bowl NFC team was, the Niners. I'm yeah. sticking with and, that. And, and it really looks like you could be right on that. I had Ravens and Niners, I think, the first yes. episode. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> okay. I don't remember who I picked for the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Bills. Was it Niners? Bills. Cowboys? Eagles. I think it was Bills Eagles. Okay. I think so. That could still happen, but yeah. So the next game was the Commanders at the Cowboys. Cowboys won 45 to 10. Yep. Embellish. Cowboys on Thanksgiving? Cowboys are just good. Yeah. And, and the Commanders aren't? No. Mm-hmm. Not this year. All right. Next game was the 49ers at the Seahawks. 49ers won 31 to 13. Pretty much exactly what we were just yep. talking about. Christian McCaffrey did Christian McCaffrey things. Yep. And uh Brock Purdy did Brock Purdy things. Niners are good. I mean, they're legit. They are adding Chase Young into that was just 
Now, they did lose their really good safety. I don't know if it was this week or the week before, which kind of sucked. But even losing their star safety, I, I, <laughs> that team's nasty. That's all. Yeah. So that was that was recaps, right? Yes. Okay, so recap. Uh, Judge Dolphins. Yeah, no, we had one oh, more. Dolphins. The Dolphins yeah. were played at the Jets. Yep. And the Dolphins won 34 to 13. Tua has a robot arm that bleeds. Yep. Tua ripped his tattoo off. You know what the actual, the biggest, the biggest surprise from this game was? A text message I received. Oh, no. From Tyler that said he can't justify Tua's pick where he threw it literally to that guy that was reading it the whole time. He said, I have to admit, Tua looked bad there. And I said, wow, that was growth. (laughs) <laughs> but uh Tua did not look but, but great he didn't, this game. <laughs> no. At all. But he did play I will give him his props for playing through that game. But he didn't need to play great in that game either. Also fucking I, I feel so bad with Javon Holland in this game. That fucking ninety nine yard pick six and then he blew his Achilles out the same game. Oh, well, I mean, that's just meant life for you. That fucking stadium is trash. That field is trash. The state's trash. The team's trash. Teams are trash. Yeah. Yep. I mean, everything about it is just trash. Yep. Yeah. Typical Jersey. Yep. yep. The Jersey Shore is trash. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there anything redeeming about New Jersey? Maybe the boardwalk, but... Gambling? Yeah, so gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to think of a reason. Uh, no, I got gambling, nothing. just gambling. I I don't really I don't gambling. care for gambling. Well, fuck you on a stick. I know. I just I don't see the point. So, moving on to moving predictions. On. No, I was gonna I was gonna update our head to heads. Oh so, yeah! This past heads. week, I won head to head. I went eight and five. Mm-hmm. Brett went seven and six, and mm-hmm. you went four or nine. Mm-hmm. Not a good week for you, but you are still winning all time. Uh, you're winning all time twenty three and fifteen, okay. and me and Brett are tied at twenty and eighteen. Okay, so the gap is a lot smaller now. Yes, I gotta closed. stop taking as many chances. It closed. Um, do we want to do our fan duel now? Uh, uh, out of curiosity, how much did my fans pick bite me in the ass this week? It cost you a game. But I also went on a streak where I was eight zero at one point, and then I started losing it towards the end of the games. Gotcha. I went on a streak. I went on a hot tear this week. Yep. You had the heater. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Let's see if I can get on another heater here. Um, might as well just do our fan duels now because tier. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I won fan duel again this past week. <laughs> I don't remember the the score, but it was like a hundred and something to ninety six. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the FanDuel point standings, because it's 10 points per win now, yep. is uh, 37 points to your 8 points still. You still have 8 points. But if I, but I can still win. I'm almost thinking about giving you points for losing. I'm thinking about giving you 5 points for loss. After no, I'm enjoying this. like this. a compensation for losing. I, I, like... I, I'm enjoying this. Okay. Yeah. So, so now it's 10 points per win, yep. right? Um. <clears throat> But uh, but if if you I win three you. weeks in a row, I'm in first place. That's true. So I mean, come on. I've only lost one week in FanDuel though to a 
person that, that shall not be named somehow. That was kind of bullshit. It was a the, dude, and he had two players that weren't even yeah, on teams. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can can we go bottom up on this from defense up? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So starting off, I had the Houston Texans defense. I had the Houston Texans defense. My fl- uh, my flex is AJ Brown. My flex is David Njoku. My tight end is uh, Trey McBride. My tight end is Dalton Kincaid. My wide receiver three is uh, Steph Diggs. My wide receiver three is Juju Smith-Schuster because you made me, but I had already picked him. Uh, my wide receiver two is Chris Olave. My wide receiver two is Tank Dell. My wide receiver one is Demario Douglas. My wide receiver one is Steph Diggs. My uh, running back two is Jerome Ford. My running back two is Kareem Hunt. My running back one is Darrell Henderson Jr. My running back one is Saquon Barkley. My quarterback, because I was forced to take him, is Kenny Pickett. And my quarterback is Joshy. So, I do have a path. Yeah. I I do have a path. You having stuffed eggs doesn't help me at all. Are you surprised by that pick? Yeah. But also, no. Like, so the, the Eagles defense lets up a lot. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um... If if uh, Josh Allen has some protection, Steph is going to win every single route. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. But I uh, I went with Josh. I'm like, I've, I've got to take Steph this game. And I'm like, I should probably take Dalton this game too because he was cheap. I mean, he was only 6000 But then I was like, okay, I wanted Saquon. And it's like, well, Saquon costs eight thousand. Fucking Josh is ninety two hundred. Steph is eighty seven hundred. I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna pull this off? And I actually found it. I think I found a decent team. I agree. This might be the most competitive one we have. Yeah. I picked. I just started loading up on like Steph and AJ because I was just like, it's probably gonna be a shootout in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I was like. Should get me enough points where I can get like Demario, who it's Demario should get me like at least ten points because he's gonna be a wide receiver one. So yep. Uh, but yeah. Also, can we talk about Tank Dell? Tank Dell's nasty. Seventy eight hundred points this week. They're playing Jacksonville. Like I get it, but he's gonna get open. He's gonna eat. I mean, seventy eight hundred is pretty high. Um, I think he's he's gonna go off though. Oh, did you have any money left? No, I oh, spent every penny. I had 300 left, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's going to be really cool to see. Like, I I really think it's going to be a couple point difference here. Are you guaranteeing a win? Because every time you do that, you lose, so. Yeah, but every time I don't, I also lose, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm guaranteeing that at some point I am going to win. Okay. Whether that's this week or some other week. I'd laugh if you don't win a single fan duel the rest of the year. <laughs> Dude, I suck at fan duel. You like Hank with I mean, the lottery ball. At least I've been... He just never wins fan duel ever again. Wait, but that's not true. Hank won the oh, first lottery ball. That's true, with a new machine. With the new machine. Yeah, and then Big Cat won it. And then they took his win away. Why did they take his oh, wait, win? I didn't catch that part. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know about that. Were, were you going to get caught up? 
Sorry. It's okay. Ooh, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, there's a bullshit controversy. Not surprised. <laughs> you by, can fill me in later. By a certain person being a whiny little bitch. A whiny little bitch. Whiny big bitch. Mm, I'm sure I know which one it is. <laughs> well, especially when I switched it to whiny big bitch. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Week twelve. Okay, so we already went over four games of week twelve. So we're going to jump in with Sunday's games, starting with the Bucks at the Colts. Mm-hmm. I pick. The Colts. Yeah, it was a hard one for me to pick, too, because I was back and forth. I'm like, the Colts haven't looked all that great, but at the same time, they're not a bad team. The Bucks are in the same situation, but I just ultimately went with the Bucks this time. Um, I'm going with the Colts because... You hate Baker. Yeah. Nice. Well, and you know, <clears throat> A-Rich. Ooh, sorry. I'm so very pro-A-Rich guy. Even if he's not going to play. The next game is the Pats at the Giants. Yes. Uh, I guess I'll pick the Giants. So I'm going with the Patriots, obviously. Um, We still don't know who the quarterback is for this game, just so you know. Oh, we don't? Not for the Patriots. We don't know who their starting quarterback is still. As of right now. Uh, Well, hold on. That changes things a little bit. I might go with the Patriots this week. Just, I will. I will say I'm inclined to think it's probably Matt Corral. So, over Zappy. I hope Zappy gets fucking sent into the fucking sun. <laughs> All right, the next game probably is. Joe. Well, I haven't even picked yet. I was waiting for you to. Because we talking. don't care what you have to say, Brian. Um, <laughs> you're going with the Patriots because you already told me you were. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots because um, Andrew and I, Andrew gave me a gun in Fortnite if I agreed to pick the Patriots. And I said, well, I really want that gun. So, yeah, I'll pick the Patriots. So What I gun did picking, you get? I don't even fucking remember. I think it was a purple. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm picking the Patriots. That's why I'm picking the Patriots. <coughs> so... Let's go, Matt Corral. Coral. That's Corral. who I think is playing. Based on comments I've heard, that sounds sounding promising, which that's fun. So the next game is the Steelers at the Bengals. Um, I don't remember what who the I picked. Fuck is that? I think that's I picked. It's it's my cord, bro. Like rubbing. That's why I kept moving it. It was driving me nuts. Here. Just. Oh, Gad. Damn it. Where's the. Oh, Gad. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. My breast would love to talk into the microphone. <laughs> Dude, okay, I don't know I why. It. These are the longest cords in history, but it's not giving me any length on it to. Put is your up. foot or the table or nope. a chair on it? No. Nope. That's the weirdest shit. Oh well. Uh so anyway, uh Sorry, I, I just got that was annoying. 
Um, <laughs> I picked the Steelers. I also picked the Steelers. I'm picking the Bengals. Dude. Just leave it alone. I had to, like, crane my head down into yeah, she, my armpit to talk. You don't have to talk into it. I have it set up so you don't have to talk directly into it. Remember? Yeah, but I could hear that there was a difference. That I, I was actually very much quieter. It, <clears throat> oh, it's because you're turned down a little bit. Yeah, so now you owe them an apology. Yeah. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> I know someone who's never getting their pee-pee sucked ever again. We'll see about that. <laughs> you like half a bottle of wine tells me the opposite. Okay, so the next game, right? Three sips of wine. The, the next game is the Panthers at the Titans. No, thank you. This is a uh, this is a pot smoking podcast, babe. I know, but like I have this beautifully like this mango blunt right here. Um <laughs> The next game is the Panthers at the Titans. Uh, who fucking cares? But I guess the Titans. I agree with that. Uh, this is my stews fest. <laughs> and I went with the Panthers, though. Oh, did you? <laughs> Wait, so you guys split? You're not the same? Not the same. All right, well, then I got to pick one. Because you guys are catching up to me. <laughs> this this would have been my fans game. but um, I almost went with the fans, too. I'm going to go with... Um, Fuck it, I don't care. I'm going with the fans. I can't pick one of those teams. <laughs> All right. Next game is the Jaguars at the Texans. I picked the Jaguars. I went with the Texans. Um, you know, I'm actually going to go with the Texans too, and it's not because I don't believe in Jacksonville. I just really believe in CJ Stroud and always have. Yeah, we, we were a pro CJ Stroud podcast. Right from the beginning, I swear, don't you know? Actually, even before he was born. <coughs> yeah, yeah, before yeah. he was even conceived. Yep. Yep. Before he was even a We actually link. picked CJ Stroud. We picked CJ out of his name. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It stands for um, Cool Jock. <laughs> cool Jock Stroud. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next game is Saints at Falcons. I'm going to go with the fuck. Fal- I'll go with the fans, Falcons. Are you, going with, are you going with the fans or the Falcons? The the Saints are at the Falcons. Yeah, but the, it sounded like you said, I'll go with the fans, Falcons. Yeah, you, went with the, you said, I'll go with the fans, the, then Falcons. The Falcons. Okay, I also went with the Falcons. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus. Um... I really want to go with the Saints for no reason. I don't believe in either team, really. I don't either, but it came down to Jameis for me because I don't think Derek Carr is playing. For my understanding. Famous Jameis is playing? Famous Jameis is Shut playing. up! <laughs> All right. You fucking queefs! Brooklyn's like, I'm out. <laughs> Right, sorry. <laughs> they saw a leaf. Um. Yeah. So then I gotta go with Falcons. Gotta root on famous Jameis. I just think he'll just throw a costly interception. That. 
but he but but he's gonna have like three interceptions, three touchdowns, and they're gonna win by like. Wait, so you're rooting for the Saints? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said the Falcons. Oh, sorry. No, Saints. Okay. Now we're all settled. That was a that was a mass communication issue. <laughs> Root, rooting for famous Jameis. All right, next game is the Rams at the Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. <clears throat> I was home with the Rams. Oh, Jesus, Jasmine, I'm going to go with the Rams, going. and I'm going to say that Puka Nakua is going to have two touchdowns. All right, I added it. Now watch him not even play. I didn't check to see if he was injured before that, but I don't think he is. I don't think so either. I think Cooper Cup is. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Next game is Browns at Broncos. I picked Browns. I went with Come the on, Broncos. Jess. Yeah, I'm going with the Broncos too. They're here. Sean Payton figured it out. All righty. Next game is Bills at Eagles. Obviously, I'm going with the Bills. Obviously, Andrew's going with the Eagles. Nope, I went with the Bills this Did game. you really? Ooh. You hate Hurts that much. I Like I said, this is the one of the three games I think they can actually win. Um, okay. Wow, Fair. that is the surprise Fair. of a fucking century. It's the first time this year you've picked the Bills. Second, what was the first? The first week. Oh, first week against the Jets. That's right. That's right. Yep. No, that's right. Um... Yeah, so Buffalo, for real, please do what you did last week, man. I I don't really think the Eagles have that big of a chance this game. I, I know it's going to be a shootout, but I just think Buffalo might be better than the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are very good at all. I, I don't so, care. So you're <laughs> saying that their 9-1 uh, and one is fraudulent? Yeah, they're frauds. I, I think they're frauds anyway. I mean, a lot of people do. People are still waiting for them to fall off. People are saying they're going to fall off. And it it hasn't looked great, but they keep winning. That's that's my thing, is that they just get fraudulent wins. So. Yeah. I'm just going to put this out there that our defense has looked pretty well. They're really banged up, but it, they've been holding it together pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, considering the cards we have in our lap right now. <coughs> All right, next game is Chiefs at Raiders. I, uh, mm, God, I guess I'll go with the Chiefs. I don't know. I went with the Raiders. I'm going with the Raiders because uh, Chiefs keep losing, bro. Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the Chiefs are beatable. I do too. Um. The one wild card is they have Mahomes. Yep. Who and Pancheo, but he's kind of streaky too. Yeah, we'll just have to see which uh, version of the Chiefs show up. Pacheco. Yeah, the, he's yeah, really streaky he, though. Th- yeah, it's hard to tell if he's um, like dominant, like an elite running back, or like it's so weird. Sometimes he looks like Devin Singletary. Hey, Devin Singletary lit it the fuck up this past week. Yeah, he's streaky. I don't know what the fuck he's, happened. That, that, that's what I was saying. Like, he's streaky, man. No, I think back-to-back weeks he was really good, actually, but, which is weird. But. Uh, uh, but, okay, so he started off the season 
doing really well. But he was the backup. And and then he fell off, and now he's looking okay again. He's going to fall off. Like that's that's Devin Singletary in a nutshell. He's going to have his stats at the end of the year, and it's going to make you realize, oh, maybe he's really good, but. His stats are going to be inflated a little bit right now because he's the starter because the, the man Pierce is hurt. So that is true. Pierce isn't really having the year that he should have been having. No. So we we need to be real about that. I don't think he's even on my team anymore. I got rid of him pretty quick. <laughs> I think. Okay. The next game is the Ravens at the Chargers, and I picked the Ravens. I also picked the Ravens. I mean, the Chargers are frauds. Yep. With one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yep. And wide receivers. Yep. Yep. All right. Next game. Next game is Bears at Vikings. I picked Vikings. But who I personally do not care about this game. Yeah, I'm going to switch. I I did have the Vikings, but I'm going to switch over to the Bears. Um, I'm going to have it. I'm going to pick the Bears. Um, I trust Justin Fields just a little bit more than I trust Josh Dobbs. That's kind of what I was thinking in my head. I was like, the Vikings on full cylinders, even without Kirk Cousins, they probably could beat the Bears, but I think the Bears aren't as bad as their record shows. They're just coached really shitly. Yep. But the Vikings are exposable. Yep. Without, Without Justin Jefferson. With Justin Jefferson... Kirk Cousins is still a starter. Um, and then did we want to do the Thursday game? Yes. That would be the Seahawks at the Cowboys. And oh, wait, no, we'll talk about that next week. week. Yeah, yeah, because we never picked that game. I was going to say wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so I'm just going to do this list real quick because this was my halftime show's ranking. Oh, yeah. In the NFL. Yeah. So, uh, do we want to read this from uh, number one to three or three to one? Uh, three to one. All right. So coming in at number three, and this is the note I put out with it. Jack Harlow is my number three, and I said for the Thanksgiving game. For the Thanksgiving games, I said, uh yeah, this killed my liking of him. No stage presence and doesn't sound great live. The songs that he played, which the first four I listened to quite a lot. Uh, he played Tyler Hero. What's Poppin', Industry Baby, which is actually a Lil Nas X song, but he's featured in it. First Class, and he debuted Lovin' On Me, which was atrocious. Uh, hit the studio, get better. Uh, <laughs> number two, which I love Stevie Oki. He's a techno artist. Mm-hmm. Um, he, My notes I put with him, I fuck with techno remixes. Um, he's a less known marshmallow, in my opinion. Uh, he played the Pursuit of Happiness remix, which is... Amazing. It's in the movie, uh, what's the name? X, right? The house party movie there. The, the family goes away. A party X. Something like that. Whatever movie that is. But it's uh. in from that movie. Uh, and they play Double Helix and Boneless. Uh, coming in at number one is Dolly Parton. Uh, she was really stiff, but she's really old. But yep. her voice was really good, actually. I thought she was really good live. Yeah. Um, she played Jolene. She played 9 to 5. And she played um, We Will Rock You into We Are the Champions, which, oh, was, nice. which was pretty cool. Uh, they were a little toned down because obviously she can't really like belch anymore right. and stuff because she's 70-something years old. But 
out of the two. I would have put Stevie Oki up there a little higher if he would have played some of his better hits. But, I mean, out of the three, she was definitely the best. So that's my that's my halftime rankings. Awesome. So do we want to move into our top five list, or do we want to do a game and then top five? Um, You want to do a game and then top five? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Do you, do we want to do Britt's game or Britt? Do you want to do your game first, or do you want me to do my game first? That's up to you. We can ask Ben. Do, okay. Yeah, let's ask Ben. Uh, you got the plug over there? Uh, yeah, I do. Aha. Ben. Should we do a Brits game? Uh. Should we do a Bryce game? Uh. Should we do a Brits game? No. All right. Okay, my game. All right. So, my game, I, I have to apologize right off the bat. It is oddly specific. Oh, right. All right. Um, Ow, fuck. It, this game is called <clears throat> Politician or 2021 Baseball Athlete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are these gonna be quotes from him? Uh, no, no. Uh, you're gonna get the name, and you have to decide if they are a, a politician or someone who played college baseball in 2021. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> from the name alone. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> the first one, Itchy Burtz. Politician. Okay, Andrew says politician. Brett? Sports. Ball. Itchy Burtz played baseball. Uh, he played third base for Texas A&M and has won first team all Southland twice. I thought you were going to throw a curveball. That's why I went politician. Gotcha. Okay. Are you ready for the second one? Yep. Ben Bushyhead. Politician. That's what I wanted to go with. Uh, fuck it. Politician. Ben Bushyhead is a politician. He ran for county commissioner in North Carolina. Oh. I don't know when, but he did that. Okay. Bushy head. Bushy head. <laughs> okay. Young Boozer. Baseball. Definitely baseball. Young Boozer is a politician. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Young Boozer is the current treasurer of Alabama. Roll Tide. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Seth Sweet Chick. Baseball. Politician. Seth Sweet Chick is baseball. Damn. He played for the Kansas Jayhawks at first base, made the All-Big 12 rookie team, and also made the All-Big 12 second team as a sophomore. He's currently playing for the University of Nevada. Okay. Number five. Lou James Groover the third. Politician. Baseball. Lou James Groover the third is 
baseball. Jesus, I'm bad at this. Third baseman for Charlotte in 2021. Made the co- made the Conference USA All-Freshman team. Batted 351 across 54 games with 50 starts his freshman year. Transferred to North Carolina State his sophomore year. And was drafted 48th overall to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the 2023 draft. Okay. Cool. Number six. No. I'm bad at this. Kinky Friedman. Politician. Jesus. Yeah, sure. Politician. Politician. Ran for governor of Texas in 2006. I knew that one. And then the last one is Mo Cotton. Mo Cotton? (laughs) Mo Cotton. Politician. I hope they got it to politician. I'm going baseball. (laughs) Mo Cotton. Ran for Senate seat <laughs> in Guam. There was a lot of outrage due his due to his political signs that read "Pick Mo Cotton." <laughs> he lost. I would have voted for him. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> Let's go, Mo Cotton. <coughs> Woo, Mo and, Cotton. And, and, and he's like, I don't understand why people think my signs are. Uh, in outrage, he's like, I don't get it. I don't. And it's like, dude, was he says, joking or was he actually serious? He was actually serious. He's he still alive. I don't know. Maybe. Does he want to come on the podcast? <laughs> I, I don't know. You want to see if I can find him? And ask? yeah, because I mean, we are lacking a presidential candidate for our, <laughs> for our podcast. <laughs> well, he's in Guam. I don't think he can. I'll run. I'll help him run for Guam. <laughs> <laughs> You can help us campaign get better. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Pick Mo Cotton. And, and it's even worse because Mo is just his nickname. His I, I, I should have written it down, but it's like a shortened version of his full Probably of his first really name. really ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. So like Mo is like short for whatever his first name gotcha. is. Kind of like Tua. But, um, but to be fair, it did say Pick Mo Cotton for Senate. But still, pick Mo Cotton. Fuck yeah, pick Mo Cotton. So, um, we're not disavowing that. I I think that's hilarious. I instantly turn into a sixth grader and just start laughing, like when they were talking about making sausage last night. It's 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 (laughs) funny. It's funny because he didn't mean it as anything. No, like he legitimately didn't see it or understand it until it was brought up to him. So that's what makes it funny to me. So he was just like that. Pick pick me as your next senator. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we definitely need this guy. That poor sweet man. <laughs> if That's he's a no sweet way. man. Oh, maybe. Yeah. No. But yeah. I just kind of funny. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. Pick Mo Cotton. That's right. But don't. He lost. But yeah, I thought that was just fun. Um, I honestly. <coughs> Don't know why I chose that as the parameters for the game. I wanted funny politician funny. names, and then, I, but then I'm like, why specifically 2021 college baseball athletes? I have no idea. No, that's the point. It's supposed to be random. Yeah, we should do we should do something like that again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll do even that if it's again. not politician, just like something random. Like I don't know. Like I like this or that. 
Yeah. yeah. It's okay. an even yeah. playing field for both of us. Well, and that's that's why I, when I told you I, I've, I'm going to have you go up against Andrew, you're like, you know I don't know I, anything about sports. So it's like, I'm don't like, worry, you're not going to so need to. I got so nervous. I'm like, <laughs> you do realize <laughs> I've lived under a rock my entire life until I got together with you. No, yeah, that's fine. You don't okay. need to know sports to play the games I come up with. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, now we've got um, our top fives. Let's go. Yeah. Top five. Did you do top five week guy? Uh, yeah. Sorry. I just realized that I've been having an asthma attack for a little while. I'm like, wow, I'm so short breath. And I'm wheezing and having a hard time talking. I also have uh, two honorable mentions. <coughs> I have... Seven honorable mentions. Wow. Awesome. Also, shout out Britt for having a top five list because I completely forgot to send that to them. So, Yeah, I, I told her that you and I were going to do it and said if you want to do it, you can. Yeah, and then he reminded me about it today. Awesome. Yep. So. We appreciate that. Yeah. All right, so we should let Britt go first then. Okay, sure. I don't uh, want to go first. Five, we're okay, going Britt to, go to go first. from five to one? Yeah. Okay. You don't want to go first? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll read my fifth one. Okay. Willie Nelson. Wow. Okay. Uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, I had Cheech and Chong. Same person. Together. Uh, in five? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my number four is Cheech. Can I add Chong to that? Because he's in my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I put them together yeah. as one just because they're usually seen together as one. I agree. I was gonna put him as one, but then I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, I feel like Bry's gonna be like, that's not, that's two people. So I was like, I just put Cheech. But they're one entity. My one. Cheech and Chon are okay. one entity. Okay. Yeah. So they're uh, my four. <laughs> um, I have uh, Dave Chappelle. Okay. Martha Stewart. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a really good one. So uh, my number three is former President John F. Kennedy. I, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a funny one. I have uh, Willie Nelson at three. Um, so my number three is uh, someone that you probably haven't heard of. His name is Christopher Lynch. I've heard that name. Uh, he's uh, one of the top cannabis breeders in the United States. And he started breeding because he has cannabis. Uh, Parkinson's. Cool. Okay. Shout out him. Yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, Josh Gordon because if you get that many chances and still fuck it up with weed, I think you deserve to be in the top five list. So. Oh, I should have put him in my honorable mentions. My number two is uh, Snoop. I also had Snoop as my number two. And coming in at number one. Da 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 da. It's the motherfucking D-O-double-G, Snoop Dogg. My number one, I have Cheech and Chong. My number one, I actually had Jay-Z. Ooh, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Another top five list that a certain researcher had on this podcast should have had Jay-Z as their number one. That's true. So we like hearing Jay-Z as number one now. Uh, For for honorable (laughs) mentions, I have uh, Ricky Williams and Darren Waller. My honorable mention was Seth Rogen. So my honorable mentions, my first one was Abe Lincoln, and I was going to put him on here because it's not confirmed he was the stoner, 
But there was a letter from 1855 that said he likes to smoke a pipe full <coughs> of hemp. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. That is pretty uh, cool. My second honorable mention was former President Barack Obama. Yep. Uh, yep. He used to belong to a group of teenagers called the Chom Gang, where they would ride around in a Volkswagen minibus known as the Chom Wagon and smoke up while listening to Aerosmith and Stevie Wonder. Oh, that yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, obviously, I had Tommy Chong in there because I didn't know if I could put both of them. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, because he has a whole company in weed flower to his name called Khalifa Kush, otherwise yep. known as KK, which is, is very good. Yeah. Um, Shaggy from Scooby Doo, uh, Bob Marley, okay, and Seth Rogen. Oh, nice. I gotta look up his name. So, oh fuck, what is his name? The guy See, who I was played the only one that Sha- had him on my. Oh, the guy that played Shaggy. The guy that played Shaggy in the real life. Um, crap, he's also in the FNAF movie. In um, yeah. the real life. Shaggy. Yeah. Fuck, what's his name? Because he's literally... Scooby-Doo, hold he's on. He's William Afton in the fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, <laughs> he's like in a horror movie. Hold on. His name is... Oh, you... Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. My God, sorry. <laughs> that, that, no, that, I have no to stopped loading. <laughs> I love Matthew Lillard. I couldn't think of his name. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's no going to be in a horror movie. <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture. No, I know what he looks like. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he just, uh, he has always radiated like stoner energy. I think like he's been typecasted as that. Um, also, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody fucks with the Baldwins. Hey, you didn't get me. Until they murder someone with a prop gun. Oh, oh, our former president, Donald Trump, on SNL, yeah. <laughs> Can I have one last honorable mention? Yeah. Uh, Brian's dog. She is the queen of uh, finding and stealing edibles. Yeah, it's really bad, dude. It, okay. And she was fucked up I've for like 24 hours. How much... It's a neurotoxin for dogs. Yeah. I've memorized how much hydrogen peroxide I have to give her. Oh, my God. It's three milliliters per kilogram, or one milliliter per three kilograms of body weight. If you ever, If your dog ever accidentally eats, like, dab that you cleaned up with paper towels, edibles... Give them hydro- per- hydrogen peroxide, have them walk, they'll throw it all up. Um, that is a good shout out for dog care. We also have to add uh, Towley from South Park into our animal <laughs> Oh, yeah, we really do. I, I probably would have had him on my list if I would have thought about that one. <laughs> I love Towley. I drew a really cool Towley on my door frame in my bedroom in the room I grew up in. You suck, Towley. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> Wanna get high? Wanna get high? Always towely. Always. All right. Did we want to jump into my game? Game, yeah. game, 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 I game, have game. more NFL trivia, game, multiple game, choice. Game, game, game. Yeah. Okay. Question a number one. Which number did the legendary Jim Brown wear for the Cleveland Browns? 32. Do you want to hear the the, the numbers? 32. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Okay, I this, just I just pointed at Andrew. No, this. This is a true or false statement. True or false? Emmett Smith was a top ten pick in the nineteen ninety NFL draft. Top ten? False. Top ten. True. It is false. Ah. Uh, yeah, he was eleventh. Uh, Emmett Smith was selected 17th overall by oh, the wow. Dallas Cowboys in 1990. Cowboys were good, though. Two other <laughs> Hall of really Famers were selected before <laughs> him that year. Cortez Kennedy, which was third overall, and Junior Seau, fifth. Rest in peace. Yep. Junior. Okay. One of the best Patriots defenders of all time. Next Nasty. question. Oh, boy. This one's a hard one. Which team won the most Super Bowls in the 1970s? Was it the Cowboys? The Raiders? The Steelers? The Dolphins? Or the Redskins? Oh, it could be the Redskins. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Can, well, I don't think that was the Steelers. Okay, can you read the options again? Mm-hmm. Was it the Cowboys? The Steelers? The Dolphins? Or the then called Redskins. No, I'm still going to go with the Redskins. The correct answer was the Steelers. Yeah. Steel City. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you the tidbit that Here, comes kid, with catch. it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did it in the uh, 80s, too. The Pittsburgh Steelers won the most Super Bowls in the 1970s with three wins the dallas cowboys and the miami dolphins also won two during the same decade yeah and one of them was undefeated yep 1972 dolphins <laughs> that's last time they're relevant yep <laughs> well the 90s they were relevant just not yeah that's true you know in 1965 Gail Sayers set a record for the most touchdowns scored in a rookie season. How many touchdowns did Sayers have that year? Was it 18, 20, 22, or 24? What year? 1965. 24. I'll go 22. One second. It's not numbered at the top, but it is down at the bottom. Um, the correct answer is 22. Holy fuck, I'm on a streak. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just go Maybe down. Maybe I need to stop researching NFL. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we just did. Sorry, I have to scroll up and down to get to like the tidbits, and it's not. It's not labeled very well. Okay. Boom, 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 Okay. Okay, I can't find it. That's fun. Okay, it's gone anyway, forever. It's gone forever. All right, which quarterback holds the record for the most career interceptions thrown? Is it Brett Favre? George Blanda? John... Paddle, sorry. Or Vinny Testaverde. Testaverde, thank you. What was the second one? We Blanda. have Yeah, I'm 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 locking in George Blanda. 
Did you answer, Brian? No, not yet. I'm thinking okay, about it. Okay, you're fine. Uh, a part of me really wants to say Brett Favre because he had a billion of them. That's that's who I wanted to go and with. And he played for so long. I feel like maybe that's my curveball. That's, I feel like that was the curveball put in there. Right. In but that's may- why I went Blanda. But maybe there is. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Favre. The correct answer is Brett Favre. I should have stuck with my goat. Yeah. I really wish I could find where the tidbit is that goes with this. But it's there's no denying that he's still one of the all-time greats. Oh yeah, he just gunslinger. Gun, just love strong picks. <laughs> gunslinger. Yeah. What's the gunslinger m- mentality? Fuck it, I can get it in there. Oh shit, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next Fuck it, question. I can get it in there. Oh shit, it's a touchdown. <laughs> <Like clears throat> How many total receiving yards? Did Jerry Rice finish his career with? More than two. Was it 20,895, 21,895, 22,895, or 23,895? Give me the 22. C. 21,895. The correct answer is 22,895. Thanks, Madden. <laughs> in 1993, the Buffalo Bills overcame a 35 to 3 deficit in the AFC wild card game before coming back to win. Which team was this against? Do you want to hear your options? Can we just say Houston Oilers and move on? You sure can. I was going to say the Titans, so I would have been wrong. So. It was definitely the Houston Oilers. We have a poster of it that used to hang in our kitchen. Yeah. The, it said, unbelievable. The Titans didn't exist yet. Okay. This is a this or that, kind of. Who finished their career with more interceptions? Deion Sanders or Ed Reed? Ooh. Give me prime time. Deion Sanders, for the record. See, now I feel obligated to go with Ed Reed. It probably is Ed Reed, to be honest. I mean, he was nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going with Reed. The correct answer is Ed Reed. Ed Reed finished his career with 64 total interceptions. Deion Sanders was fairly close, but only had 53. Still a lot. That makes sense. Now I know Ooh. what number we're on. Cool, All right. Cool. Next one. Terry Crews was selected in the 11th round of the 1991 NFL draft. Terry Crews? Which team mm-hmm. picked him? The actor? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know he was in the NFL. Yeah. Your options are the San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Rams, the Washington Redskins, or the Philadelphia Eagles. We're the Redskins. The Rams. The correct answer is the Los Angeles Rams. Terry Crews was selected 281st overall by the Los Angeles Rams in 1991. 
He went on to play 32 total games for the Rams, San Diego Chargers, Washington Redskins, and Philadelphia Eagles. Cruz has subsequently gone on to become one of the biggest actors of all of Hollywood. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean. Maybe in the early 2000s. But yeah. People know him. Yeah. I like Terry Crews. He's funny. Very funny. Yeah, so uh, that was fun. Oh, that was yeah. the game. Was that the Was that the whole game? I'm sorry, I thought that was the last one. Uh, you want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one yeah. more. Okay. Um, in 1990, which of these players broke the record for the most stacks in a single game? With for the, wait, seven. Whoa. Most stacks. stacks. Sorry, I said stacks, yeah. didn't I? I meant sacks. <laughs> the most sacks. In a single game with seven, 1990. Was it Lawrence Taylor, Michael Strahan, Derek Thomas, or Ricky Jackson? What year? 1990. Can you read the first three to me again? Sure can. We have Lawrence Taylor, Michael Strahan, Derek Thomas, and Ricky Jackson. Give me LT. Lawrence Taylor. Solely because I think he's the best defender of all time. The only one that could have gotten close is Strahan, but I don't think he did that. Yeah, I'm going to go with LT, too. The correct answer is Derek Thomas. What? Derek Thomas holds the record for the most sacks in a single game with seven. This came during Kansas City Chiefs' win against the Seattle Seahawks in 1990. This seems like another record that will be extremely difficult to break. Yeah. Seven. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Okay. That's insane. That's crazy. That's that's absolutely crazy. All right, so now we know to pick up on number 22. That would be easy for me to remember. She's got like a billion of those. Oh, I do. Perfect. For for so many different sports. She found a website. Yeah. So she can just go on for days with that. Yeah, I can go on for days. I got facts for days. Is it like a random sports one? Like, is it combined sports at all? Uh, it, It does the questions by sport. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that'd be awesome. So mixed, if it was so, just mixed up. But I can like open multiple tabs and just throw you guys some random ones but, if you want. But what's really cool is we can do like yes, themed uh, week. So if there's like something big going on in one of the sports one week, we can be like, hey, we want uh, this sport yeah. quiz. Okay, you know, or like, if like some big controversy happens with like a player where they do something, I can do like a theme that week with questions about maybe other players that did wackadoodle stuff like that. Or... Perfect. Josh Giddy. Yeah. <laughs> Praying on the young kitty. <laughs> Yucky. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else? Uh, besides the interesting fact I found though. Oh, you do have an interesting have fact? Interesting fact. fact. Uh, hold on. I, I want to do one too. I got banned from animal facts. <laughs> Yeah, animal fanks are uh, banned from this podcast and disavowed. What about insects? Uh, can we do insect facts? Because I would count that as animal. Damn. Yeah. I had a really good one about beetles. 
So my interesting fact is the voices of Mickey and Minnie Mouse got married in real life. Really? That's cute. Uh, Wayne Allwine and Russie Taylor were married for 18 years until Allwine's death in 2009. Probably still looking for an interesting fact. Oh, I got an interesting fact. What's up? I know the first handful of digits of pi. 3.14159. 26535 after that. I remember those ones. 26535. I just remember the first like three. <laughs> here's, here's one for you. <laughs> this one is fucking stupid as all shit. This is the dumbest fact you're ever going to hear. Yay, okay. dumb facts. The longest wedding veil was longer than 63 football fields. Why? Okay. Ooh, wait. I can... I'll give you a Why? <laughs> what a, a pain joke. in the fucking ass. Ugh. Yeah. Waste of Mooney. <sighs> well, it's probably royalty. Oh, oh, da, da, da. Uh, yeah. Nearly 23,000 feet long is what it was. Goddamn. Uh, it doesn't say who had it though, so probably, probably some in like Indian princess or something. Y'all want to hear a joke? Yeah, twelve. What are the rules for zebra baseball? No sh- Three stripes and you're out. Three stripes, because it's zebra. <laughs> I got one. Brit, that was actually kind of funny. Br- but. <laughs> Brit, Brit knows this one, but I got a joke for you. Okay. All right. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? What? One is thousands of pounds. The other's a little lighter. <laughs> I got another joke. You ready? I kept wondering why the baseball was getting bigger. Then it hit me. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one alright so hey Brian how was work pretty fuck personally I should prefer to see the aborigines and the Indians too and the Indians too this should be the most enlightening what makes the red man red teach them all about red man Thanksgiving lies in Columbus Day Tell me what I know more than the teacher Tell me what I know more than the preacher Tell me why you think the red man is red Stained with the blood from the land he bled Tell me why you think the red man is dead With the fake headdress on your head Tell me what you know about thousands of nations Displaced and combined to concentration camps called reservations We died for the birth of your nation Hollywood portrays us wrong History books say we're gone You got a church